Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine. Hosted by me, Danielle Robay. And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Welcome to Will You Accept This Rose, a production of iHeart Radio. All up in you tonight. It feels so good. I just got one little question for the girl. Will you accept this rose? Oh, will you accept this rose into your world? Oh, will you accept this rose into your world? Bougie Garage, somewhere in Los Angeles, California, and I went to a grocery store today for the first time since March. And uh, let me tell you, it was so exciting. I, nobody was there. There was so many items. I I might go all the time. I loved it. Um, I've been looking forward to this all week. Can I just say this is the highlight of my week? I mean, really, this is this, and this season is really bringing me a lot of joy. Uh, what a combo of people. I am just so razzled. I don't even know who to introduce first. I'm going to go with this guy. Will he ever find love? I mean, he was the bachelor of the year in 2019. <laughs> he was the bachelor of the year 2019 of the podcast. He's the bachelor of the year. It's hard in the pandemic 2020. Um, you know him from Supernatural. You know him from Bosch. You're going to know him upcoming in all sorts of Netflix things. Our favorite man of our hearts, Rob Benedict. Thank you. Thank wow. you so much. Still looking, still looking for love. I mean, some of, one of these days you're going to find it, Rob. I'm I believe in you. I believe in you. It. I are you loving Tasha? I'm so excited. I love her so much. She might be my favorite, like ever. Certainly in a while. Like she's fantastic. Uh, she's, she's awesome. She and it's is fantastic. A, like Claire was really stressed me out. She just she really stressed me out. So uh, yeah, it's just so nice to have uh, you know smoke show. Smoke the show. Smoke show. And you know what? I, as 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 much of an idiot as uh, Chasen is, yeah. Um, 
she is a smoke show. He's not wrong. Yeah. It's actually the perfect word to describe the smoke show that yeah. is Keisha. Well, and, and he's inner inner Wolverine, I like to call it. I mean, <laughs> his inner Wolverine. He he is such a dummy. I I, yeah. I, I you know what? He's muy caliento, and I'm into that. <laughs> also, speaking of muy caliento, uh, there's a woman that just keeps us on our toes, and she <laughs> is such a freaking thrill. She is Secretary of State of the Willie Accept This Roads podcast universe. She is my best friend. She <laughs> is she is Sadie in, uh, I mean, just the most, we had the most fun doing Thrilling Adventure Hour. I was a surprise guest. We had the best time. And um, she's coming to us with a beautiful blonde wig. And I, I'm here for it. I, I say pandemic blonde wig. I love it on her. I love her as a brunette. I love her as a blonde. Ladies and gentlemen, your favorite, your obsession. You write us all the time. Where is she? Here she is, Paget Brewster. What an introduction. I mean, everybody <laughs> needs a, a little love in the pandemics. Come on. You were, you were fabulous in Thrilling Adventure Hour. Thank you. You were fantastic. Thank you so much. I had the best time and I loved it. I just have so much fun doing it. And talk about super fans. That that show has super fans. Um, all right. There is a gentleman that joined us for the first time a few weeks ago. Um, we just adore him. And the text threads that have happened, I didn't even, I, I knew that he would fit right in. And I knew that he would enjoy this because I know that he loves pop culture like I like pop culture. I did not anticipate getting a text two days after he joined us as the rookie of the season that he would then immediately go to La Quinta Resort for a getaway and send us photos reading my book, Little Miss Little Compton, available oh worldwide right now anywhere outside of the El Presidente suite. And he did he did confirm that it is confusing and that Dale might have been telling the truth. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, he's hilarious. He's a brilliant stand-up. He is, he, all of us have been on his podcast, so you could go back and listen to past episodes and get hooked and then join all the future ones of Doug Loves Movies. Ladies and gentlemen, rookie of the season. We're so glad he's here. Doug Benson! <laughs> I mean, do not pass go. Go right to La Quinta Resort. That was I'll, so strong. That was so strong. Please tell so me, I, not, I, I missed it. What happened? So, so we, so he was literally he not, he had not watched a season of The Bachelor in like ever. No, he watched it a couple of years, like in the beginning, oh, oh, but it had been okay. like a decade. Okay. Oh. And so he, I did his podcast and he was like, I'm thinking about watching The Bachelorette during the pandemic. And I was like, oh my God, do you want to be our rookie this season? And he said, yes. So he came on with Paget and Jerry. Katie mentioned that she'd been to La Quinta. And then literally the next day we start getting photos from Doug and his adorable girlfriend, Alicia all over the resort and he went right there literally the next day. And I think Jerry, who's our rookie of the year was a little, I think he almost was threatened in a good way that like, we've yes. never seen such a strong commitment. Yeah. That's commitment. Like episode one, right to La Quinta. Now Paget's been to where they film paradise down in Sayulita, but yeah. like, she'd already been a fan for a while. He was one episode in and he booked a room. Tell us everything. Doug Benson. So impressed. So uh, La Quinta is uh, a resort that has been there for so long that yeah. the city it's in was named after it. It's in La Quinta, California, because the resort name La Quinta came first. Oh, my oh. God. 
adopted. What? It used to be it used to be the haven for show business types to go and escape and uh, you know, just live in one of those cottages. As you could see watching the show, pretty much every single spot on the grounds, Katie told me about this. This is what got me so excited. There's like 27 pools there or something like that. So almost Ooh. you almost get your own private pool no matter where you stay in the resort. And there's signs everywhere that say La Casa this way. And I finally asked somebody, what does that mean? What's La Casa? And that's where Greta Garbo lived when she was not talking to anybody. Oh, she lived wow. at La Quinta. Now, wow. let me ask you a question. <laughs> you said, now, Paget and I are extra nutty about COVID. We are really, we are precaution city. You said you thought we could do a socially distanced podcast getaway and not get COVID if we all went to La Quinta, that this would be the place to do it as a podcast. It's It's got so much wide open space because there's some people staying there that were like not, you know, into the mask thing. And we yeah. just always take a different path and not have to go near anybody. And like a lot of hotels, when you check in, they're all behind plexiglass, like a bank. Yeah. I and it's it. in that room. It's funny. They have to cover it up for the show. But the room where the rose ceremonies take place is just the room where you check into the hotel. Oh, no God. <laughs> Oh, that's <laughs> So that where, is- do you, where do you think the, like, the fight when they all got oiled up and fought? Like, where was that? I think all that's room? in a banquet room that we tried to go into, but it was all locked up. But we, okay. uh, we did you have a fireplace? We tried to find every spot, uh, you know, that you see oh a lot. In, that's in if you, you don't guys. mind us asking, you didn't go on. A, did you go on a weekend or a weeknight? And what's sort of the price range, price point that we're dealing with with La Quinta? Uh, went on the weekend. Uh, it's part of. It's considered a um, a Hilton property. Okay. Uh, it's part of the um, uh, what's their fancy? The Waldorf Astoria. Yeah, Waldor- Astoria. yeah, it's a Waldorf Astoria. So I, as a traveling comedian, have you know built up a lot of uh, you know points, points. and points with My Hilton. God, I love so, this for you. So we got I got a room that was supposed to be in the three to four hundred dollars a night range, but as soon as we got there, they're like, we would like to upgrade you. You had and that fireplace. I really liked the room that I had picked out. So I was like, no, I'm good. I'm, I'm good. We'll stick with the room that we picked. And then we went to the room and this was Halloween weekend. Right. So there was just, for some reason, the room we were in was overlooking where every child within a hundred right. mile radius was yeah. uh, grabbing pumpkins and screaming and yelling. So right. we're like, this is not relaxing. So right. we said, can you move us to that other room you mentioned that was an upgrade? And we Got this super huge, amazing room. Wow. For the lower price. I love it. All right, we got to go. With a a full kitchen. Wow. You bring your own groceries. You you barely need to leave your room because your room is right outside your door. I love this for us. And, and, and the, uh, uh, both the living room and the bedroom have working fireplaces. Two fireplaces. <laughs> yeah. yeah these guys the got it easy because normally there's like 10 guys in one room on bunk beds. 10 yeah. giant bodybuilding <laughs> guys in rooms on a bunk bed. And right. This- and in this Ikea situation- bunk beds. Yeah. Ikea and, bunk beds. and now they got like full suites at La Quinta. The, the pandemic really worked out for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's... um. 
It's pretty nice. And I, I definitely threw some detective work. I think that they'd show <laughs> shots that say El Presidente and say that Claire was in there. But I think Claire was somewhere else on the property and they just bring her over there for her like dates and stuff so that the guys wouldn't know, you know, where she oh, actually oh. lives. Did right. you, was this something you found out from staff members that live there? That no, worked there? We, no, we hardly talked to anybody because also the people that worked there, there didn't seem to be a, a vibe of excitement about the, <laughs> the Bachelorette having been shot there. <laughs> my t- my hometown had a date that didn't even meant it didn't say Little Compton, and they filmed. They it was Hannah B's season on the boat with hot with hunky hunky. What's it? Tyler, Tyler, and Hannah B had a date in my hometown. And no one from my hometown would tell me about it. They were all like, oh, yeah, they filmed down by the port. I'm like, are you fucking kidding? Like, what? Like, nobody cared. <laughs> nobody cared. And I I was just enraged. Also with us today, can I just say, Dr. Tana Banana, Anna Banana Hosnier. Hello. Because of you, Dr. Banana, I got a flu shot today, and I'd never gotten one. Ooh. And oh. I got one because my doctor, Dr. Banana Hosnier, told me to get it. And I got one just now at CVS because of you, doctor. Now more than ever, everyone should yeah. get their flu shot. You I don't tell know me you to know. get it. I don't know how I feel <laughs> I about it, but I but I consider you my spiritual advisor and my physician well, and my financial advisor. So you told me to get one, so I got it. More so than anything, it is for young children and older people. So you just right. don't go around killing you know, uh, people. I don't go out of my house, but there we go. Also with us, we have Katie Levine bringing it. Where is she? Hi, Katie. Hi. Hi. Yes, get a flu shot. I went to a drive through and got it. a flu I shot. Got it. it was great. I went to CVS this morning. I got it. I'll let you know how I feel next week. Yeah, <laughs> I did Rite Aid. I do it. The, the one year I didn't do it last year, I still think I might have had COVID in January when we were in San Francisco for Sketchfest. Oh, really? I, I, it was a, 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 I was just barely over it when I went to San Francisco for Sketchfest, but it was a flu that felt like I was dying. And Steve had it while I was in San Francisco. And he was like, I feel like I'm dying. I don't know now, how I've you had even the, I've heard the, I've had the real flu and you feel like you're dying. I have had, when I toured to Alaska, some woman in a bar said to me, I don't have AIDS and I've, I've only slept with one person. And then she mouth kissed me in a bar. And then I immediately got the elastic <laughs> bag flu. I was like, whoa, coming in hot. I immediately got the elastic yeah. bag flu. I was with Jeff Dye, who I think was bag a kiss, kissed me and not him. But anyway, before we get going, I'm going to tell you guys, I see over Doug Benson's shoulder, my book, Little yes. Miss. Little yeah. Miss. Oh. There is an event this Friday. It's you can. It's a virtual event. It's a book reading. It's at five PM Pacific this Friday with hosted by Sandra Singlow. Rob just showed it. Sandra Singlow is hosting it, and it's me and Annabelle Gerwich. We're going to be doing readings. I think you have to get a ticket. I don't think it's much money. We'll put it on our Facebook page. But please come. Tell your friends. There we go. All right, you guys. But also, I want to acknowledge gossip before we get going. There's uh, our rookie of the season coming in hot twice. He goes to La Quinta. He also sends me a link that Dale has been spotted out with models in New York City. And then... um. Somebody else sent me a link. He was spotted again. Now, in the second one, he has a ring. The second one, I felt like it was a plant because it said Dale represented by Wilhelmina Models. Like, I think they were, I think they called the paparazzi on themselves in the second one. And it had, he had a wedding ring on. I think 
I think trying, and he was with two models, but I think it was him normalizing. No, I'm a model. I hang with models. I'm having right, they're, with models. They're coworkers. But the first one, the first one was like him canoodling like at a bar in Soho with no photos. But like, I think the second one was staged with a ring on to make it feel like coworkers. Doug, what do you think? Yeah, it's all very strange to me. Also, it hasn't really been picked up by any American publications. It's both, both of those stories were out of the UK for some reason. That's Daily Mail. <laughs> That's a page. Daily Mail. <laughs> They're usually yeah. right, aren't they, Paget? Do you, do you say, do you, no, sometimes? Well, their spelling is atrocious, so it makes me question sometimes I if mean, they have their facts straight. What do you think, Rob? Are do they you, married? Are they now married? No, but they were on last week saying that they were like house hunting in Sacramento. So is the ring supposed to say that we did it? We went and got married? Oh, that's a really good Would we know point. that? I mean, that's... That oh my God, you're sense. right. Men don't wear he rings. Doesn't, well, he wouldn't wear a ring. No, right? yeah, Men don't wear engagement rings. That's, right. that's so heavy handed of trying to show that he's with her. They'll be public. I think he wants a couple pep People magazine things and then he'll be out in like three months. So you don't think they're not gonna <laughs> they're not gonna last? All that I don't know. for they nothing. Get, if they stay together for two years, they get to keep that ring and Huge split ring. it. They get to sell it and split it. I bet that ring was what two hundred fifty thousand. That thing huge, looked like a car. That was a wow. giant ring. But still, I I don't know that he if he's already canoodling with models, she's all in. She is not faking it. And I don't think she has the cool within her to fake it while he's like, just to get a ring. I I think Claire is like, I will not, you know, like I I don't see her being able to roll with that just to get the profits of a ring. Yeah. Doug, overall, what did you think of before we get going of the four episode arc of Claire? Um, I, you know, I think it's, it was good in that it makes Tasha look, even better. Yeah. Yeah. And it makes the men look a little less insane <laughs> to, that they're fighting over somebody that seems worth fighting over now. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, but it also, it's a very good point that keeps being brought up is that like, well, are they just going to fall in love with whoever is chosen to be the bachelorette? Like, is, are they, are, what are their real intentions? You know, are they doing it for Instagram likes? Well, I mean, I, I think that the few that were all in on, on, um, Claire that then quickly switched teams. Um, yeah, pivot. I had pivot. the pivot. What the a romantic pivot. guy. <laughs> <laughs> the pivot. Dr. Tana Banana. Dr. Tana Banana. So last week when we hosted our show, we had uh, Greg Grunberg back and we had Dean and Jared on and it turned into like a star. I didn't never thought in my life I'd be hosting a Star Wars podcast, but Jared was such a Star Wars fan. Yeah. But Dr. And, and they all really loved the uh, guy that threw the burned the dress. Dr. Banana, you can speak freely now. The guy that you freaked out, that freaked you out, Jason, that left. Did you end up feeling better about him when he left and all the guys were like, you're a changed man or did he still freak you out? <laughs> I mean, no, I I just think his energy comes off as very chaotic at times. And it's like, ooh, like I, I think he needs to go home and get therapy, yeah. and, like really figure out like the fact that like being like. I'm manipulative, like to a woman, like that was so much of like a push to fall in love with her. Like that's like okay, well, you need to kind of work out why. <laughs> Everybody that, tells you that. Yeah, like 
I mean, also, like, why just being able to be like, I feel was enough to be like, I love you. Like, it, right. it there needed, he needs to kind of really almost break himself down to understand why. It's not going to happen. Yeah, no, it won't. But hopefully, you know, maybe if he watches himself back, he'll be like, oh, I need therapy. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Maybe, maybe he could, maybe, you know, so I feel like I the, know. this, I feel like this process is actually good for some people. Maybe he yeah. would thrive in paradise. Here we are. We're opening up Tasha in a dress that I want so badly. It was like a day dress. She was so cute. It was like green and white and kind of blousey. And thin. she's just adorable. She is a smoke show. She's so just sure. adorable. She's coming up. She's looking for husband material. She's reminiscing about Brandon, and she was saying he is husband material. I mean, Paget, Rob, and Doug, are you loving Brandon as much as I'm loving Brandon, the roofer that went on the horse date? Rob Benedict, oh, yeah. how do you yeah. feel about Brandon? I yeah. love him. Oh, yeah, my my first reaction to him was that there's something maybe off about him. Like he kind of looks like he's like not real bright. And then he starts talking. And he's like, he's actually seems like someone I'd hang out with. Like he's kind of has a sense of humor. The whole thing at the at the end where they did he redid the horses thing with the, her at the end, like that was hilarious. So he's actually a really funny guy. My question is, where is he from? What's that accent? Massachusetts. That's a mass uh, hall. All right. That's yeah, a Milford. But, that's a uh, Milford. Oh, okay. yeah. Oh, he's yeah. a total mass hall. I yeah. love it. That so, reminds yeah, no, me of home. I always like it when they have a decent personality, and he actually seems like a cool dude. He reminds me of, like, one of the nice guys from home that's, yeah. like, he's not there for Instagram. He's like, you know, I felt damaged because I got divorced. And then, like, you know, I'm yeah, like, yeah. oh, my God, look at that. You felt yeah. the same way, too. Doug, do you love Brandon the Roofer <laughs> like I love Brandon the Roofer? I like him. I was, uh, you know, disappointed that on um, this episode, like, he, he, you know, he really was, like, kind of sidelined for a while. So I was happy to see that she still seems into him and, and that they ended with the, the horse bit. But I just... He he was one of the ones that's the hardest for me to remember his name. He does not look like a Brandon. No, no not at all. His no. name should be like Rico or something. Yeah, Padgett, yeah, Leo. Do you, love, do you love Brandon Paget? I like Brandon. <laughs> it's a little early for me to say I love him. I have other favorite horses in this race. Easy, who's your? Favorite but he horse? surprised me. Is Easy your favorite horse? No, right now my favorite after after last night's show, my favorite is Joe. That we'll get to later, I'm sure. Who is Joe? Joe, Joe. Joe is Asian, American. Oh, yeah. He's the best. He's Joe, I think he's, he's the funniest. He, he, isn't, he is seems he Korean? very nice and then also he's, he's surprisingly buff when he took his clothes off. because I yeah, love him. I love Joe. Yeah. Okay. I like, I like when he was like, when they were trying to like psych each other up and he's like, I think you're a nice guy. I <laughs> like, love him. He's got a very strong chest. Like yeah. he's really kept people alive in New York City, like during COVID. Like he's an he's an anesthesiologist. He's like, yeah. okay, I love him. So, um, Tasha's so cute. I want her dress. So they go in, and there's like this mannequin, and so they have a group date. These guys come to the group date. There's this mannequin there with like a with a baby sling and like uh, flowers. It's like, and by the way, again, they filmed this when it was like 198 degrees out. So everything had to be inside or at night. Like it, be, it was so hot. Like this is the story of one woman and her quest for love. And then the baby sling, this woman is looking for a grown ass man. How into the, how d- amused were they by the phrase grown ass man? Doug, did it hurt your sensibility as a comedian? It just was too, too much of a go-to, go-to through the entire episode. Like if, if that had been a drinking game phrase, people yeah. would get effed up. Yeah. Cause they just said it every chance they get. And then Chris Harrison walks in and is like, Hey, grown ass man. Yeah. It's like enough with the grown ass man. And you put a comma in there and it totally changes it. 
Grown ass man. Ass man. <laughs> <laughs> grown ass man. Well, speaking of an ass man, our our friends, our new friends, Ashley, I, and Jared came yeah. out. God, she looked good. She is so stunning, and her booty looked good in them. I'm like, I gotta like learn how to rock a high waisted jean and a heel. You know, like I feel like <laughs> I'm learning how to be a woman from The Bachelorette. I need new fashion. When was that that we were with them? Was that this year, January? We were with Ashley I in December when we did our draft picks right before the holidays. Uh, right, 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 right. Okay. Dream. It's a and dream. so does she? Does she? Um, did she have to go in quarantine for 14 days? Like I think everybody did. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Wow. I'm sure they both had to. Yeah. Really wanted that gig. Yeah. I tried to get it. I pitched my services to teach them improv, but I, they'd already pitched out. They'd already let, they'd have already done their schedule. So then we see Bennett starts bragging like a real dipshit who has actually grown on me, by the way, but he was like, <laughs> School's not challenging. I went to Harvard. Uh, don't get me wrong, but like, uh, I think that this is going to be a piece of cake. And then he was such a dipshit. Literally, I can't tell you the number of um, tweets we got, which made me happy that basically were like, did Lori Laughlin get Bennett into Harvard? <laughs> there were so many Felicity Huffman, Lori Laughlin, like Harvard scandal, like, you know, like this dipshit. He, I mean, I could get the number of roses. I got the number of roses to hand out. I don't think I would have spelled limousine, right? But like they weren't rocket science. And he, then he was sort of gaslighting going, that's a poorly worded question. <laughs> like, it's like, not really. All these guys got it right. And he was such a ding dong. How satisfying was it watching this blowhard not getting the answers right? Doug Benson. Well, that was the fu- that's the fun of the show is they really like <laughs> lean into making somebody talk on and on about something that they're going to yeah. that, that's going to make them look bad. Ultimately, yeah. like as soon as they were him talking about how easy this was going to be, I was like, they're setting him up. Yeah. He's definitely yeah. going to take a fall here. <laughs> yeah. But then he I thought he handled it all right. Like, I agree with you. I'm starting to like that guy. It gets my better judgment. <laughs> I mean, I will say Jared was here last week and and they brought up Bennett and I said, I really liked Ben. He was like, I met him in person. Ben is great. You meet Ben. You don't want to like Bennett. He's like, Bennett's a blast. And I thought, all right. And Jared seemed like a nice guy. I was like, okay, I buy that. Um, so then they start going and he's like, it's a poorly, poorly worded question. And, um, and then they have to do this thing where they tie, like, there's like a belt and they're like, it's like a tug of war, but like, like a harness and belt situation. And I liked this more than I like the future wrestling. I don't like ones where people could actually get hurt, but this was like, this is the level of physicality I could handle. I would actually like to do this against like, Anna, like I, or like against my friend Lori. I would love. To, I know I wouldn't win because I'm not that strong, but like I think it's sort of funny. I did not mind the dragging of the belt trying to get the rose. I felt sorry for the people that were up against the like giant guys like Ben, but um, Paget Brewster had it. Oh, Tana. I uh, know. I was just gonna say you have very strong legs, so I would not want to go up against but you. That's why I think it'd be fun to see if my legs would actually. I have very strong legs. <laughs> You could beat Ed. I could get low to the ground. I could beat Ed with my chicken legs. Katie, I see Katie coming in with a microphone. <laughs> well, I was going to say, Ed needs needs to stop skipping leg day. The man's like a triangle. It was just yeah. like insane. I was like, dude, like, it, it reminds me when I used to go to the gym and I'd see these like buff guys just doing nothing but upper body workouts. And I was like, 
do some leg. Just do, do a little leg workout. Come on. They're calling him chicken leg. Well, because he does. But as a person who's never been picked for a sports team in my life, like, I was like, oh, okay, chicken legs, I'm with you. I mean, I, yes, Rob Benedict. He was just so, um, he's so cartoony. Like, he's, even the shot of him doing the, like, shoulder things. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> Somebody said yeah. some gif of it. He was doing this. Yeah. He yeah. got his breathing on, on some point. <laughs> and then does five he look like? Lou Ferrigno? Who does he look like? Yeah. yeah. He, he does look like every Italian guy from like yeah. the Sopranos. Like, like or who good, was you know, like that kind gymnast? of stuff. Yeah. Who was that gymnast? Was there like a. Or the like, swimmer? Like the a. The swimmer. The diver. What's his name? Greg Luganus? Greg Luganus. Oh. Um, yeah. He's like Rocky's little brother. <laughs> I mean, he's got resting dumb face. Him and Chase and both, yeah. they get so many shots of them just looking stupid. Yeah. 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 It's such a joy. Yeah. Ed, Ed. Ed. It's like this the buffest guy who seems to not know how to work out. Like, it doesn't make yeah. sense. Like, yeah. <laughs> everything about him is confusing. Well, then Didn't we'll someone get... later say that he had show muscles? Doesn't Chasen later on say yeah, he yeah. had yeah. show yeah. muscles? Yeah. Show muscles. I like, I like that. that. Like, this is such a world that I don't hang with of like, you know, I hang with men in Batman shirts. I don't know the difference between a real muscle and a show muscle. Like, a muscle's a muscle in my mind. But, like, show muscles mean, I guess, you've never been on, like, a team. Like, you do it just to, like, get an Instagram shot, but you've never been, like, a linebacker. I don't know. Is that No, a I actually first heard it from Shamar Moore, who was on Criminal Minds and now is, is the lead guy on SWAT. He flat out said, I'm, I'm not strong. These are all show muscles. Like yeah. there are workouts that build the areas of your body. You're not actually, you don't have great endurance. Huh. He's not that strong. And he would flat out say, I'd never heard of it before, but he admitted it. Yeah. He was like, these muscles are all for show. I can't, I can't lift that guy. Like Ben, Ben is like genuinely buff. Like if you looked at his legs, his legs were really good. They were like very strong. His forearms were strong. Like he looks like he's like genuinely fit. You know what I mean? And Ed really does just look like it's just right here. And that's it. He just does I bench had- press. That's it. I want to say, just talking about Criminal Minds, my obsession, if you guys don't follow Paget on Twitter, you are really missing out. Oh, no. Here is one that really just tickled oh, no. me the other. Here's <laughs> the magic of Paget because it's also like, because my brain, I think of her as my head of like, she's like my, um, the head of like security in my life. Like when, when the pandemic <laughs> hit, I talked to Paget and I was like, she tells me what to do. Ready? This was a tweet from a couple of nights ago. Guys. If you're ever stabbed with a knife, <laughs> leave the knife in. If you take the knife out, then you will start to bleed. I'm only an actress, but I learned a lot from cops, some crazy crew members, and FBI agents. I love that that just got tweeted up out of the blue, just as like a helpful service. And you know what? I never would have thought of it. My first instinct would be to get the get knife out. out. No, you can't. Got to leave it in. And now I know that. That's what if you, if you don't follow Patrick, did you know, would you try to take the knife out, Doug Benson, if you got stabbed? <laughs> Well, it's funny because that very uh, situation occurs in the premiere of Big Sky, which was on after The Bachelorette last night. Was it good? I recorded it. And he just pulls it out. Oh, Oh, I didn't see that. Was it good? It's not a big plot point. I'm not spoiling too much, but somebody just pulls a knife out of themselves and they, Paget should have been there to give that advice. Did he get hurt? I mean, he seemed fine. Oh, so they, they needed Paget to be an onset advisor. Um, Doug, did you like that show? 
Uh, it had a very shocking ending that I it was warned in advance. Okay, all right. I have a, it was I recorded be shocking, it. but and then it was hard to yeah, watch. One, hard of, to watch? one of the no, but one if you're of not the into shows that are, ultimately it's going to be about the shows about sex trafficking. So I'm going to pass on that one. Yeah. Um, on a on an interview, I guess with KTLA or something the other day before the show premiered, one of the actresses said what the spoiler was. All right, maybe I'll watch it. We'll see. Okay, okay. Don't <laughs> and say you it see the other you see the other actors go. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. I'm so uh, glad that wasn't me. I'm so glad that was. I'd be the person to reveal yeah, totally. a spoiler. Totally. ABC told ABC publicity told me not to tell anybody, and I'm not even anywhere <laughs> where people would be listening. Like that. I don't know. Maybe you're going to be playing that part season two, Doug. You don't know. Maybe they were you're testing just, your loyalty. She you're failed. Just, you're just a show series regular. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Your show series regular. So then we have the third part of the uh, grown ass man is breakfast in bed, and Bennett shows up in a robe. Jason comes with his shirt off, and he says, "I'm the main course for breakfast." Which I was like, "No, I want breakfast. Ugh. I want breakfast." Um, and then Bennett. So then he came in. He had a robe. He made her beignets from beignet. And then she goes, Bennett is bougie. I'm bougie. And he's like, this is what it's like in Chateau Beignet. I didn't mind that. I felt like she liked John Paul Jones. This is the same lane of the highway, you know? Um, so then my favorite twist of the episode happens. And it continued for the rest of the episode. They gave the man child a doll to Ed that literally <laughs> proceeded to bring the doll with him everywhere, including to the cocktail party. And, and, and one of our fans pointed out that his, he named the baby Carlos. And um, one of the fans pointed out that at the cocktail party, Carlos was changed into formal wear. Oh my God! I totally oh. missed that. <laughs> I mean, that's insane. So the, I love the uh, the sound effects. I don't, oh did the baby God. actually make that noise, or did they I, put that in there? I I don't think so. Think so. The baby was crying at one point. Like, yeah, totally. baby crying. I will say, even though he's such a knob, and you never want to be the one that's like the that you're never like if you're the snitch, like snitches get stitches, and by that means you're going to get cut. Like you don't want to be the yeah. one that like wins someone's heart by snitching. However, I did find it enduring how protective he was of his baby doll and how he literally was like, I'm sure he could have easily not brought it to the cocktail. Like it was, I think just for the rest of the afternoon, he oh. really was like, no, I've got to take care of baby Carlos. I'm I like, know. <laughs> and he's like fighting. He's fighting with Jason while he's like holding <laughs> like, the baby and like bouncing. The baby. Step down. <laughs> he even says at one point as a reason to not fight, he says, Hey, I'm holding a baby here. Excuse. And quite honestly, it was his most endearing quality was him yeah. holding the baby. Yeah. Like proudly. He wasn't ashamed. I feel like he was almost proud to win it. And that like it it was if he could have zipped his lip, I feel like he actually would have yeah. won points for being such a good sport about it. But he was yeah. such a little knob yeah. that but yeah, <laughs> him and the baby was like <laughs> it was living for the baby. So Bennett won and uh, he gave her a giant kiss on the lips and then um, he wore the robe to the cocktail party and Jason was passed and he was like, your kiss was cringy, man. Nice robe. 
And then, uh, so then she comes up and Bennett, who I had sort of like, sort of didn't like, but then he got kind of grody and was like, I'd like to continue where we left off. Let me steal you. And she was like, um, no thanks. And immediately she's like, cheers y'all to grown men. And then Chasen grabs her first. And he's like, family's super important to me. My little sister's married and expecting a kids. I've never been in love. Meanwhile, Ed is t- holding the doll, talking shit to Bennett um, about how he's like totally holding the doll and being like, he's not here for the right reasons. What? Uh, I'm just going to throw that out. Whatever you want to talk about. Paget Brewster. <laughs> Bennett is growing on me. I really enjoy him, even though he has that irritating habit of anyone who goes to Harvard. It's the f- it's the first thing you find out about them. Same thing. People from Juilliard, people who oh. go to Juilliard. Yes. You never don't hear that in a conversation. Princeton Princeton goes, I went to school in New Jersey. And then I always go, oh, did you go to Rutgers? Like, no, Princeton, Princeton. Like, I know, (laughs) asshole. If you went to Rutgers, you would say I went to Rutgers, not like elusive. True. He's good TV, though. He's good TV. I enjoy him. Rob Benedict, what did you think of uh, him showing up in the robe, the baby? Yeah, the robe. I mean, the robe is whatever. Felt a little lazy, maybe. But I I wouldn't have been like, I can't believe he's wearing a robe. Like, whatever. Um, While holding a baby. I was a little bummed that he didn't do the one part of the comp. It's it's bad enough he, like, flunked the test. But then in the middle round, he wouldn't do it because he had to, like... Right, his knees. Bad knees, like, no. Bad knees. Katie, Katie Levine, she she can't, she's, like, dying. So I, like, Bunny asked to go out, and I had to take her out, and I, like, missed the last part. And then I come back in, and Bennett had won. And I was like, how did he win? Because he got every answer wrong, and he he didn't do the, 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 you know, the the bouquet thing. Yeah, and I was, like, so confused as to how he won. And I was Dr. Banana, we're coming to you. Did you think it was unfair? Um, I think just like how we got into Harvard, you know, <laughs> white straight men are, you know, rewarded. They fail upwards. And uh, that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> uh, he, didn't, uh, he didn't make those beignets. Like they yeah. were, he asked around no. and got a hold of them somehow. <laughs> and, uh, right. Lori Laughlin brought them to him. It was very unfair. There were much more deserving men there. Yeah, but also I did think it was funny that Jason was like saying how uh, how classless it was to wear a robe when he's the one that had an apron and nothing else on. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh my God, you're right. You're right. Like that was goofier and cla- less that classy was than the robe thing. The robe was cute. <laughs> the robe was like, it's Sunday. This like... Yeah, and that's his. That's his brand. I mean, that's, he's it's always on drinking out of a. Everyone was drinking water. It seemed, but he still had a martini glass. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. he. He feels like not even James Bond. He feels like, and here's a real old school reference. He feels like Remington Steele. Yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. Okay, so then we have- she loves it. Tasha loves, loves it. it. She, she loves, loves it. it. Just that statement. He's bougie. I'm bougie too. Yeah. Like God yeah. bless her. When she said that, I thought. I'm not bougie. Like, you know what I mean? Like I hear like when somebody sees like when bougie sees bougie and bougie loves bougie, I thought I'm a lot of things. I'm not bougie. Like I'm not that kind. I have my like bougie garage, but I'm not Bennett. Boo- I'm not beignet, beignet, no. bet bougie. That is right. not, I'm not man in a robe doing fake beignets at me. Yeah. So then Ben, Ben is like, I am attracted to you. You make me nervous. Oh, you make me nervous too. Ben is huge. Ben loves he tight t-shirt with a very wide collar yeah i don't like that pageant are you into that as a look 
I was surprised. I didn't understand what was going on. It was almost like there's an advertisement about your detergent isn't working if your yes. if your shirt's caught, right, you know. Right. And I just thought, is his shirt dirty? I, it, it was. I didn't know where to go with it. Doctor Banana, as our representative of Gen Z, is this what the kids are wearing? <laughs> Yeah. Gen Z. Yes, keep that going. Uh, no, but it did remind me of that sh- that commercial where she's like, and you look amazingly comfortable. Comfortable. Yeah. 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 That um, shirt in that commercial, it's insane how stretched out it is. And that's yeah. not going to happen by washing a shirt. Is it going to stretch yeah. out? And- oh, it's like <laughs> I guess maybe that's his look, but none of the other guys are wearing. I feel like V-necks are more. I don't I think, know. I don't I know think, what anyone's wearing. I think he doesn't want to wear a V-neck, but he does want to show off his like day collarbones. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, he's like he's like day collars. Like the whole yeah. thing is decollete. Like, decollete. decollete. <laughs> I'm not bougie enough to know that word. Decollete. I'm muy. Yeah. I'm muy caliento. <laughs> <laughs> So then I speak a Spanish. I'm muy coliento. Where did he learn those words? He clearly went off after he found out she was uh, half. Yeah, half a Spanish. Oh my God. Yes. Oh my God. So then Ben is like, I'm attracted to you. I'm nervous. My heart's racing. It's a weird feeling, but I like it. Me too. It's a weird feeling. Like my my bathing suit area got me, me. I like it. So then Ben was like, she's like, why are you single? That's the, that's the question the like about five years ago it was you make me feel like a little kid but now it's like so why are you single why are you still single at 36 it's like well people are single at 36 he's like well i thought i was in a relationship i thought it was gonna last forever and ended two years ago and uh god i'd love to kiss you you're gorgeous and she's like ah yeah yeah <laughs> no then so then they she goes out. full mouth open she's full oh mouth. oh i've seen and to everyone yeah, she did not like how many guys she appeared to kiss. And I say, aside from COVID, you go, girl. Why not? Who sure, cares? it's the Bachelorette, but full mouth open. I mean, all the way I open. Know. I have to say, I don't think I would want to mouth kiss all these guys that she's kissing. No, no. she did. <laughs> okay, great. So then, okay, so then, and I do think COVID has made me a little more like discriminatory in who I would open mouth kiss. Katie, yeah. Katie, Katie, how did you feel? How did you feel about the mouth kiss with Ben? I mean, they seem to really like each other, so that was okay. But there were a few other guys. I'm like, why are you kissing him? You don't even seem that into him. Like, yeah. I've kissed, I've kissed people I wasn't. Yeah, into. I guess it's like you see, maybe there's a connection, but. I don't know. I mean, yeah, she really she goes for it. And I think COVID has changed my my mindset on it. Yeah. Where I'm just like, ew, germs. Oh my god. I know. I remember, <laughs> I, it is different watch I even in my dreams now, like I'll be out in public in my dreams and I'm like, mask, mask, mask. Yeah. <laughs> fun dream. And then like watching Bachelorette, I'm like, oh what? oh, that's a lot of mouth. Like, yeah. you know, are you sure? <laughs> are you sure they're not an addict that's sneaking off campus to go get like, you know, something somewhere? Like Anyway, so uh, so then Ivan, uh, Ivan is adorable. Ivan is I, Ivan will thrive in paradise because I don't think Ivan's going to. I think she, he's too. Katie's leaning forward. I Which mean, one's Ivan? Ivan he's, is the one. He's, he wants to build a charity. They want to build an empire together. And he blindfolded her yeah. and then oh, fed right, her right, strawberries right. and then kissed her. Uh, I wasn't that into that, but work. Ivan is like one of my favorite guys there. I think he's, he's just so yeah, cute he and like he's sweetheart. so sweet and yeah. he's smart. He like, 
He's like an, an aeronautical engineer. engineer. Like, come he's an engineer. on. He's oh adorable. He's adorable. I don't think he's going to win. I think he's, but somebody's going to be all over Ivan in paradise. Rob Benedict, what do you think of the blindfold strawberry kiss? I don't think that really worked. It felt like something maybe he read, you know what I mean? That maybe, ooh, this will be kinky. But then, yeah, and also when you blindfold them and you're like, when you blindfold someone and you're like, I'm about to give you strawberries and then blueberries. Like, what's the point yeah. of the blindfold? What? <laughs> you know what Doug I mean? Benson, were you aroused watching the blindfold strawberry feed? I don't know. I feel like, uh, you know, the, the slipping the kiss in there was like, uh, you know, uh, makes it non-consensual. Yeah. You know, because yeah. she thought she was going to get another fruit in her mouth and then his lips were... <laughs> <laughs> She got a she straight didn't mind. Guy. She 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 gave you know she she was in it. She, uh, she even like kind of rewarded him. You know later said that was a great move putting that mm-hmm. blindfold on. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Doctor Banana, how would you feel if you're expecting a blueberry after your strawberry and then you get an Ivan mouth kiss? Um, I probably would not like to be. I'm like claustrophobic, so I'd probably freak out a little. Uh-huh. <laughs> I would love to see that. I don't like that. I'm like, I would love to first. I would like to first take my strong legs and then do the tug of war with our belts, and then I'm gonna make, I'm gonna make Ivan put that on and watch you freak out. Yeah, <laughs> truly, I would. I don't like that. That's our escape room episode, and it's gonna be great. Okay, so then can I ask a question? Yes, I'm Patrick. sorry. Can I ask? Who? I was so uh, undone by the who said they wanted to build an empire. Um, like she, so he, did she say that, it? he said, I want to build a charity. I want to do these things. Like, he's like, what's your dream? And she's like, I want a partner. I want somebody I can build an empire with. He was like, same, 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 same. And but then does that mean like, a, does that, I think, I feel like that sounds to me like that, like people saying, I want to be a power couple. Yeah. Like she wasn't talking about building a foundation of charity work. She's like, like that I've, power cut. And I've never understood that. I've never understood that idea. Is that something? Where I think is it's that the, from? I think it's literally the same as like, he's bougie. I'm bougie. Like, you know, it's like, I'm killing it with my, you know, sugar bear hair sales and he's killing it as an engineer. And then we've got our charity and we're on the circuit and we're like this power couple. Okay. All right. Okay, cool. It's, they're just ambitious. It's not, it's not about, this is what I always thought, like, is that, that it sounds like a transactional marriage idea. We're going to be a power couple. We don't necessarily have to be faithful, but we'll both be really successful. And, but no, you're saying they could be happy in a marriage. They're just ambitious. Like we're going to be. We're both going to be seen and win awards. Like Chrissy Teigen and John Legend, like, like that kind of like, we're both fabulous. We both, we, we are of service. We're like, or it's like J-Lo and, and A-Rod, like that kind of. Okay. All right. Doug Doug, Doug. She hasn't told, she's only told one guy that she wants to have five kids. If she told every guy that, that would be so telling which ones are truly in. Uh Because they would not be able to hold back uh, their disgust with the idea of having that many children. That's a lot of kids. That's a lot of kids. ridiculous. Nobody should be doing that. That's five too many. a power couple. If they have an empire, then they'll have plenty of people to help them take care of their five kids. You need the empire. Adopt a few. So then we have um, Bennett 
And uh, so he was he Bennett and and he starts talking. He's like, well, it's interesting to me that some people are as excited for Claire as they are for Tasha. And Chase is like, are you talking about me? Sit my face, man. He's like, yeah, I'm talking about you. And I'm talking about you. And he was like, I'll be Wolverine. <laughs> I'll be Wolverine. And he's like, and then and then Ed goes holding the baby. Ed goes. I don't know if I can take you seriously anymore. Oh, oh, no. Sorry. Chasen says to Ed, I don't know if I can take you seriously anymore. You're holding a baby. You have chicken legs. You lost the competition. (laughs) And then Ed calls Chasen a phony and a fraud, and he won't cheese him. And then Ed says, um, uh... And then Ed goes and talks to uh, Tasha, and then he's like, no, I'm glad I'm holding the baby. It's ironic. I want a little baby. Little baby Carlos. I'm 36. This is what I want. That was his best until he starts the shit with Jason. And guess what? We're going to take a break, and we're going to come back, and we're going to talk about the shit. Oh, bone zone. Time for the bone zone. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...with zero qualifications... She had a Harvard plaque. 
tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. That this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About six million. Approximately $11 million. Nearly $10 million was all gone employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich man, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. So there's Ed at first, seeming delightful, saying, this is ironic. I want a little baby Carlos. I'm 36. This is what I want. I want a family. But I have to tell you, some people are not so genuine. <laughs> Dude, why? Yeah, that's your ticket out. That's your ticket Dude, out. Snitches yeah. get stitches, Brock. Snitches not get stitches. a romantic stitches. conversation no. to have, especially no. while also holding a baby. A, a baby doll. A yeah, baby. a baby doll. Yeah. But he's it's like, you know, Jason, he's been seeing the identif- identical things to Claire. He's, he's just here for Instagram followers. He said to a woman that may have also just been there for Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, Jason was like, why? It was a pivot. It was a pivot. You know, I just need to get to know you more. And I'm, but I'm vibing with you. That was why when she confronted him, he was like, it was a pivot. But I'm vibing with you. You are it. And then, so then he chased him and was like, Ed, what the fuck? And then Ed goes, take your medium shirt and sit down. And he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And then Ed goes, I got a baby in my arms, bro. And then, and this is the best. Okay, so. Take your medium shirt and sit down. I got a baby in my arms, bro. I have pivoted. I was a grown ass man. I've pivoted. And then uh, Ed goes, stop jibber jabbering your mouth. And then she's like, what? I'm not jibber jabbering. You're jibber jabbering. You're the one who's like a rocking chair going back and forth. And then Ed goes, sit down. She's the fuck down I, and then and then they're like whoa 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 she's she's here she comes be cool but hey tisha <laughs> doug benson what did you think of that incredible interaction um i think you missed the part when he said medium shirt he goes this is a large <laughs> <laughs> he was so so upset i mean it was, that's the kind of burn you need to you need to say to a chasen because it just it just makes him. Schmedium. Yeah. outfitters, they run small, okay? Yeah. This is large. Schmedium. I just, I, I can't get over that he keeps calling himself Wolverine. He doesn't have the same facial hair. No. He doesn't have, like, Wolverine is a decent guy who was mm-hmm. tortured and made into this monster. <laughs> Like, it's his inner Wolverine. He keeps saying inner Wolverine. Wolverine. He goes, people call me Wolverine. Oh, probably because you're mad all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you're lashing out. So like, hey, settle down, Wolverine. Wolverine, yeah. <laughs> Rob Benedict, what did you think of jibber-jabbering? I'm not jibber-jabbering. I got a baby in my arms. Schmedium, I pivoted. I'm a grown-ass man. Any of those. Take it I and ride, Rob Benedict. I can't decide which guy I like less. In that yeah. moment, um, this, there's something about uh, Ed 
just sitting there with the baby on his lap, <laughs> like talking a big game, but really not ready to fight this guy. Really, no, which we learn later. Which right, yeah. so he was like, later. he was like, "Why don't you just take your medium and sit down?" We actually please just sit down, just sit down, sit down. I'm not ready yeah. to fight. That's yeah. what I feel like. That's he's so happy that he has a baby to protect them. Like I can't, I couldn't possibly fight. I've got a baby. And, the, and then there's Chasen, who's like great looking, except he looked like he got hit in the nose really hard, like five yeah, several now. times. Yeah, yeah. He uh, has had, I think he's had facial damage, like like a car accident. Yeah, like, I, like No, I'm serious. I think yeah. he's actually, I think his nose has been broken several times. And maybe it's a situation he put himself into, like not, getting getting in fights. I don't not know. Not in a hot Owen Wilson kind of a way. Back right. in yeah. the day, back <laughs> in the day, you give me a young bottle rocket Owen Wilson with oh. that nose break. Play. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So then the schmedium, I mean, this was incredible. And then, so they're like, sit down, sit the fuck down, bro. Here comes Tisha. Hi, guys. Hi, hi. Hey, Tisha. Um, Can I borrow um, you for a sec? Um, and then, and then Ben was like, hi, hello, I'm Ben. Uh, I don't get a rose again. This isn't nearly as bad oh. as later. It happens later. It's so like, here. Yes. I, have a, I have a question. So when did they start doing the kind of runner up for Rose at a date? Like she'll be like, you I know, know. Hey, this, this season, guy, you this really season. pulled it out. Thank you so much. You're awesome. But this other guy gets the Rose. Like, yeah. The second, yeah. this is a new situation. Katie, I've I never see seen that in your head. Katie, I see, I see a Katie Levine. Head oh, shake. I think that's just a Tasha thing. I mean, cause I okay. think she's just, I, I kind of think she's just trying to like compliment the dudes, but like, it is kind of a weird thing because she like goes, Ben and Ben's like the rose is mine, <laughs> and yeah. then she's just like yeah. you were cool, but nah. I even got it. And yeah, I, got it. I, I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I think it's, she's just like trying to be nice, which I appreciate. It could yeah. also be who she really wanted it to give it to, and maybe who the producers told her to give it to. I think between Ben and Ivan, they wouldn't be like you have to give it to Ivan. I think she really. Right. I mean, that way, that's who she gave it to, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think, like, she just yeah. chose to. I, I, like, if they were like, you have to give it to someone, they would say Chasen, like fucking assholes. Oh, right, 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 right. Okay, so then um, Ed still carrying the baby. Um, uh, Chasen says, I was very close to bringing out my inner Wolverine last night. And because of something that happened with Ed, I got to be honest. You don't want to see Wolverine. (laughs) Doug, what do you think that means? (laughs) That means that he's like prepared to, you know, physically attack someone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like it's not, there's Wolverine doesn't say, let's settle this over chess. <laughs> let's do the Queen's Gambit. And now, Doug, you're a very mellow guy. Have you ever gotten into a physical altercation in your life? Have you had a fist fight ever? No, no, no. no, no. You don't seem like that. No, no. I mean, I felt like people were going to punch me. That's but they Have you ever been punched? <laughs> no. Great. No, but, uh, you know, that's because clubs have security. Right. <laughs> I'll, talk, I'll talk a big game when I've got a microphone in my hand. <laughs> right. Right. Yes. So then um, so then Chasen is like, my character was portrayed in a false light. And then um, uh, Ed, as a gentleman, I don't even know. I have something I need to get off my chest. And then um, – so then, so Ed and and Chasen are trying to like sort of are like trying to kind of like chest up each other, and then our our friend the um, the boy band cover band manager who's also a stripper Kenny and uh, 
Kenny and Bennett, this wonderful combo of Kenny and Bennett come up. And then Bennett is like, let me take Carlos. Let me hold the baby for you, Ed, for a second. <laughs> Carlos doesn't need to hear this. They, so the boy band cover band manager and the Harvard grad come to take the, the baby doll from Ed so that Carlos doesn't hear the altercation. And then Jason goes, okay, I did use one adjective to describe Claire and Taisha. And now I have a new word. My new word for Taisha is smoke, smoke show. show. Smoke, show. Uh... smoke show. And then Kenny's jaw <laughs> dropped when the visual of Kenny seeing even Kenny, even a boy band cover band manager <laughs> who is also a stripper and been in porns i think even oh he God. knows even he knows that's a dumbass statement to say i've got a new anna is dying <laughs> look at anna kenny's jaw was <laughs> when kenny is mind boggled by he's like, i have a new word and my new word is smoke show dr banana what do you think of that well i think that more than anything proves it's like how can you be mad at chase and his vocabulary is incredibly limited like he was so serious when he's like and so i've changed my language to smoke show like what everyone was like what he looked so confused like what do you mean what like i think it's pretty clear she's a smoke show she is a smoke show he's not wrong else yeah He's right, but he's you know, right, the Kate. idea that he had to put go away for a while and put some thought into it. <laughs> you know, because they don't have a thesaurus in his room, so he right. just had to think really hard. <laughs> What's the best compliment I can give her? He had to give a few rounds around Greta Garbo's old estate. To come up with the show where Greta Garbo had like royalty, like a Hollywood royalty had lived. We've got Chase. Capra wrote "It's a Wonderful Life." at La Quinta. <laughs> yes. so that's happening. And Jason wrote the description smoke show before Katie Levine leaned forward because she needed to talk. I just don't understand why some of the guys thought that was like offensive. Like they were yeah. like, how could you say that? Like, I, I want to ask you three women, would you be upset I, if a guy was like, you're a smoke show? I'd be like, I'd be so fucking happy. Are you kidding me? I would be so it. fucking happy. I mean, Any, if literally I somebody was, thought I was attractive enough yeah. to not be like, oh, she's cute. Like to be like, Arden is a smoke show? smoke show. I feel like they I were would confused. be so fucking happy. I, I, I feel would, like they don't. I don't think they know what smoke show. I don't think they know what it means. I think they they were thinking shit show or hot mess <laughs> or something like that. I mean, they just got a shit show. I have only one thing on my registry for my birthday, which is December tenth, and that is to be objectified by all of you. you <laughs> happy birthday to the smoke show that is Arda Marie. If you could call me, I want on every Instagram post, on any Twitter you post, got it. like like. I can tolerate her humor. I'm just here because she's such a fucking smoke show. Like, I don't even like The Bachelor or her humor, but I can just visualize that smoke show saying everything. <laughs> so I stay for the visuals of the podcast. It's Ugh. all true. That's true. I would be so flattered. I, I've never been called a smoke show. And I can't, I'm going to, I believe before the end of 2020, somebody's going to give me the gift. And I, I can't wait. I am here for it. What would be bad? Be called, it'd be bad to be called a smoke and mirror show. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I feel that I yeah. have been a smoke and mirror show. Have you ever been called a smoke show that you are aware of? Any of the ladies here? Paget? Not that I'm aware of, but I think you're a smoke show. You are. <gasps> Thank you. you, both are. Absolutely. you all four of you are. Smells as good as I hoped it was. 
<laughs> it's the most it's the biggest compliment you can give a woman in 2020 <laughs> um, okay great and ed, ed is a smoke show muscles oh yeah. <laughs> that's the name of our episode is smoke, smoke show, show muscles, muscles. <laughs> so good rob for the win if this was at midnight you would have been the champion of the episode points <laughs> Oh my God, that was so fun! Don't you miss that, Doug? I do. That was so fun. We toured together. I we did. It. We did a bunch of. We did the one in uh, Austin. We did, we did and then our, we, uh, Miami, Miami, and Austin, Texas. We did, and and on those we had to like, uh, you know, just uh, get it together fast. Oh I still God. have a short video of you drunken dancing uh, shortly after you had broken a bottle in uh, Austin. <laughs> Oh my god, that's incredible! That's incredible. What? That's Did incredible. you have a thimble? A thimble I might have had a whiskey. Thumble. I had a thumble of whiskey. A thumble. Dancing around on the dance floor with a beer bottle and dropped it, and then got a new one and kept dancing. I feel oh like I was god. dancing with. I feel like I was dancing with Jonah Ray. A friendship dance with Jonah Ray. Oh no, you know who was there? Jeff B. Davis. Yeah. Mm. Here we go. All yes. right. So, um. <laughs> So so here we are. The new the, the Jenny's Kenny's jaw is dropped on the smoke show. So Tasha comes in comes the smoke show. She's like, you guys, my hands are shaking, which I actually thought felt human and charming. I'm totally charmed by Tasha. And then Ben, immediate of the giant stretched out commercial collar shirt, makes the move. <laughs> it's like, God, um, I just seeing you like far away. I'm like, no, no, you need to be right next to me. We've, we've, I've got a weird animal magnetism. So this was when he was still doing a good job. Ben had moves right here at this cocktail party. He was mm-hmm. like, you need to be right next to me. And then Joe Paget takes the floor. She's uh, Joe and uh, Tasha oh. are, are sharing food again. The COVID in me, I was like, you're sharing a bowl, okay? Um, <laughs> but he, he asked about her upbringing, her heritage. She says, "I'm African American and Mexican." He says, "I'm of the Korean persuasion. My family is my whole world." He pulls out some pictures. He's just adorable. Paget, yeah. this is your number one. I well, For he you. becomes. For you. He became. My, he became my number one later on okay. in wrestling but i did i did like i just think he seems like a really honest down to earth no aggression yeah. guy he just seems like he kind of gets it and he's having a good time and he's willing to roll with everything and i i, I loved him bringing out that he's looking in his jacket so to find cute. his little tiny photo and so cute. i was happy that his hands looked nice up close I've been picking my nails in COVID. My nails are gone because I pick them. So I just, I think he's a, I think he's a sweet, funny, accomplished guy. Can I just say, I just had a delayed reaction of what Doug Benson just said, that he has a video of me dancing, breaking a bottle, (laughs) dancing with a broken bottle and getting a new bottle. (laughs) Can I just say how much I miss the world? And like, I wish I was doing that right now. Like that makes me nostalgic. Like I wish I was dancing with a broken bottle right now. <laughs> like, why am I not somewhere and with Doug Benson? Was, um, in braids. Like a Swiss Miss Coco model. Yeah. <laughs> Swiss Miss Coco model dancing with a broken bottle. Like that's, that's the inside of me. Like, why is that? Not, why, when can I get back to that spirit animal? Right. I feel that I've danced with broken bottles with all of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, July, I, I, July, 2021. Great. That's when it's going to Okay. Great. Great. Yes. 
See oh, you great. Okay, great. I'll I'll start yep. choreographing and I'll get some <laughs> bottles to break. <laughs> okay, so then we have so everybody loves Joe. Joe's adorable. And um then we have Chasen goes and he's like, I'm sorry, Ed. Uh, you know what? I got a little hostile. You're right. I did get aggro. And then um Kenny and Zach sort of intervene. And then Zach, she pulls Zach aside. He's the addiction specialist. She says, why are you still single? He's like, you know what? As of like four days ago, I finally said out loud, I want to be a husband and a father. <laughs> it's the truth. Like Anna just rolled her eyes. I think, did I just see you roll your eyes, Anna? At that? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't, this guy, I don't know. You don't like that guy? I don't know. I mean, he's just he's on his weird high horse of like, I I really, you know, I'm an adult man. And it's like, yeah. OK, I do not want to mouth kiss this guy. No. I do <laughs> not want to mouth kiss this guy. Doug Benson. He had his foot on the table while he was talking. And she him. even said, like, she's like, it are you comfortable? Me, it's <laughs> like when you're doing stand up and people put their in the front row when they put their feet all over the stage in the front row. And then like, it's always like a straight white dude. And you're like, can yeah. you take and they, and they never take it. They don't get the hint when you call it like, yeah. He, he they didn't put it get, on there harder when you ask him to not do that. Yeah, like she literally, she like <laughs> called him out for being like disrespectedly like splayed out. She's like, Are you like, comfortable? Look at you. Like, yeah, look at you. Are you comfortable? He's like, oh, you know what? I am comfortable. Rod Benedict, you would never be a foot splayer. What did you think of that? No, I'd be the opposite of that. I'd be. <laughs> Curled into, into a ball, <laughs> a little ruby red ball. I'm so sorry. And a cape. Uh, um, apologizing. Um, but uh, no, he, look, I go back and forth about him. He, he seems like a pretty real guy, although he's like super cocky. Um, she likes that. She likes she does cocky. like that. She likes, she likes that. cocky. But the whole him, him man spreading and then oh. and saying, I just decided four days ago, which, oh, actually it's when I just met you. That I actually do want a relationship. Like that felt a little on the nose. Like, come on, buddy, you could do better than that. You know, that felt not a fan. And then me can I bring up something that yes, I'm, I, this may be very, this may be very politically incorrect, but I'm just curious when he stepped forward to break up that we, when Chasen and Ed were arguing and they were like, Oh, let's just go, you know, tell them to calm down. They're going in circles. He walked up. And they were like, no, 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 we're just talking this out. And he's like, I don't care. Let's just party. Do you? But he's an yeah. addiction specialist. Katie. Like Aren't most says, addiction specialists Did he say let's recovery? just party? Did he say let's yeah. party? Yeah. Did he? Yeah. Or maybe this is a party. No, he I said, did. Let's I like just party. I, like, I just want to party or something. I yeah. mean, that's incredible. If that is that's what he said, that's incredible. <laughs> that's a good. That's an no, important so, point. Maybe he's actually range. really good at being an addict. That's why he's a specialist. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. my god. I mean, you know, I don't remember him saying it. I did see his point of like, I don't give a shit. I don't care. Yeah, I agree. I don't remember him saying, let's just party, <laughs> but I love the phrasing. I'm not mad at that. I think it's hilarious <laughs> if that's what he, I mean, Doug Benson, I see you tickled by that. How do you feel about, I don't care. Let's just party from, uh, from the addiction specialist. I, I just, the whole thing was cracking me up. Cause also, um, Ed during that confrontation was very careful to have like his glass of champagne, you know, his tube of champagne between him and the aggressor. And like he's, he's always talking shit, but never really wants to fight. 
True exactly. story. True story. That's and hold that point for later because that's going to be important later. Mm-hmm. Oh, one other small point of order is uh, this was brought up by my girlfriend. Uh, if the if a uh, black guy had ended up being the one winning the hold the baby challenge, would would they have brought in a black baby doll? I wondered that. I was like, why is it a white baby doll? Yeah, interesting. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Very yeah. Interesting. Yeah, they must have, right? And then, and would they have had a Korean doll standing by, or was he I not mean, even, was he not in that competition? <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember. Was he? Was, would he, they was, have it? Was he was in the belt competition? He was there. Was there a baby doll with the giant American flag covering the top? <laughs> they had a tattooed baby. A baby yeah. They had a baby doll with in an American Kenny. flag tattoo on right. the on his back. <laughs> it's never too early, you guys. So then. Um, so then, uh, so then, uh, meanwhile, Wolverine goes, I am here for Tasha. She is a smoke show. (laughs) (laughs) Literally. It's as if he's landed from another planet and he's been (laughs) handed three phrases. And then he's like gonna he's double like the down. Heads. Yes, he's the toe heads. He's doubling down. Snout chow, snout chow, snout chow. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Banana, I mean, were you so enjoying? I am here for Chasa. She is a smoke smoke show. Yeah, I actually really enjoy Chasen. I think he's the perfect like Dumbo, like just like just such a fool. Like I love I do think he's into Tasha. I just think he's just kind of dumb like in that yeah, way of dumb, like dumb. he's just a hot dumb guy who doesn't like he's trying to get ed i really can't stand it i'm like ed you're blowing it you might as well leave like yeah. so annoying chances yeah. but like he's just trying to get this like weirdo off his back like i'm yeah. irritated too and and it's not like Chasen has the like tools to be like, I'll pull him aside and speak to him directly. <laughs> like Tasha had to be like, and here's how you deal with confrontation. Right. Like right. Like, Nobody wants Ed on their back. Like oh. all overdeveloped, like his trapezoids overdeveloped, his, his underbody underdeveloped, like underbody, like a turtle, his undercarriage, yeah. his undercarriage. Like, yeah, you don't want to have this tool all over you. Yeah. So then Ed and Chasen got picked i don't know for what but they're working out by the pool what did they get picked for i don't know um and then uh oh so then there's a wrestling match but here's my question weren't they just on this no they weren't on that first date so they're doing a wrestling match and this chasing goes oh she's muy caliento right now <laughs> rob benedict how much I do mean, you love it he says this she's muy caliento right now <laughs> she is a smoke show <laughs> <laughs> i mean when he got smacked in the face at some point something happened you know, something got knocked off and then paget's Heart when a pitter patter when he could not shit talk. So they brought in these two badass the the number one female wrestlers and like MMA wrestlers on our like these ladies do not fuck around, and uh and they're doing it in front of a live audience, which is the rest of the house because everybody's in yeah. quarantine, right? So you can't. <laughs> yeah, it's just like the roast from a few weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. and then so then he goes. I am bringing Wolverine out. <laughs> it is really Moy Colianto. She is a smoke show. I am bringing Wolverine out. That must like. I'm going to need a plus one because Wolverine is coming too. <laughs> <laughs> 
Doug, is this is this Wolverine's sign? No. Oh my no. god! That's Wakanda, Wakanda forever. forever, right? That's what he was. He was like, and I'm Wolverine, and he did the Wakanda forever. Oh my thing. god, he did Wakanda forever. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was like, did, did I miss something? That's Wolverine. No, he did not do Wakanda yeah. forever. He did. He was like, wait, 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 wait. No, I think I think Wolverine does do that with his like things out at a point. Cause, with his long nails? Yeah, because oh, right. Anthony worked on Logan, and I swear I, like, saw this happen. Okay, oh so it was out I, here. Yeah, yeah. have the knives for fingers. Yeah. Oh, I might God. be remembering <laughs> that wrong, though. I mean, no, I like, I just... Right. Okay. I, I think, think you might be right. I think he might have also been doing... <laughs> he was also a little confused. He didn't know what he was doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just I a dummy. I remember he was doing nobody... Uh, <laughs> He's not gonna win over Taisha with his Wolverine impression. No, <laughs> Doctor Banana, I saw your I, hand up. I do want to say though, I like that he's like, and um, Ed, tomorrow you will not wake up because you will be in an ice bath. Uh, and you <laughs> and calling your mother. Yes. Father's gonna come pick you up. Like his his insults were like just a string of uh, weird. Yeah. Like it was translated from another language. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he can't. He's not smart enough to actually effectively shit talk. No. no. And he looked like he didn't know if he was gonna make it through that shit talking. No. no. So then like it was a challenge. Outcomes Instead of Fred Willard, our friend Wells is the new Fred Willard. Yeah. So out comes Wells, and um, she starts oiling the guys up. And we have Easy versus Joe. And Easy was very sweet. Like, he he got Joe on his back sort of gingerly. I love me some Easy. You knew that he knew he could hurt Joe. You knew that he knew that Joe was an anesthesiologist. And so he gave him a look. He made it look like it was hard. But he respectfully looked like, oh, oh, don't hurt me, Joe. And sleep. You know, like, he then we have um brendan versus uh somebody who skinned their knees and then poor brendan yeah. got nailed jordan and yeah. then nailed got brendan got nailed in the balls jordan needs new glasses as do i but so does jordan okay, okay so then that whole thing looked so scary and rickety I didn't like, I it don't looked like, like they were wrestling on carpet and that that was <laughs> carpet burn the fence was just brought in from so home depot yeah. and if you and they it i thought that was a terrifying setup also i didn't like what that was the oil it almost looked like the Wesson oil that they have yeah. at like yeah. Jimmy John's for a sub. And then she had a paintbrush. Yeah. <laughs> the whole thing. I. Katie, Padgett, Dr. You, Padgett, you saying all of this with the wig on is just, that's worth the money. Yeah. The canola oil. <laughs> Katie, Wesson oil, Jimmy John's, Dr. Banana, both ladies. What did you think about this rickety setup? I thought the oil was disgusting and it made it hard to like grab, I guess. It made it more dangerous, more slippery. Um, I mean, when she was like, this is a girl's dream come true. I was like, whose dream? That's like, I hate it. I I would be so upset about that date. Like, I don't, I don't like when they do the shows of force. Dr. Banana, what did you think? No, I really dislike this, this fight day because i thought i was like oh you're gonna make these guys fight and it's just gonna be casual wrestling like how are you not like there is so much tension and aggro like behavior between these guys like they're going to fuck each other up and you're just gonna be like "Ah!" the whole time and that's why they do it because they're like oh we should get ed and chase in the fight and it's like but it's like sucks for the other guys who like they don't want to do that shit like joe doesn't want to do that he's a fucking doctor like come on that's why 
during Hannah B's season when they did that rugby thing and yes, and Luke threw the much smaller guy, like the Luke other Luke, got, yeah, the yeah. other Luke, and like picked him up, threw him on yeah. the ground. Like I don't, I, as a as a wo- woman who is friends with funny guys that don't necessarily have show muscles, like. Yeah. I don't want you beating up guys. Nah, it's stupid just to That's do it just I to liked, like perpetuate the beef. But yeah, sorry, Patrick. Like that. That's why I liked Joe so much because I think in that moment, yeah. like before it, it seemed tense. Like we know they're going to fight and they were saying, okay, first shit talk each other. And Joe, I can't remember who came up to him first and, and was like, Hey, I think you're a nice guy, but I'm going to mess you up. And Joe's like, I think you're really nice. Yeah. And then chest bumps him. He's so says, cute. Your chest is pretty strong too. <laughs> yeah. He's so cute. That's funny. That's yeah. a guy taking a situation and having fun with it and not making oh, it, it like this kind of scary. Oh yeah. Uh, it was okay. It was Spencer, and that was funny. He's also always kind of having fun. That guy uh, was sidelined a lot during that episode, but uh, yeah, you know he. Uh, you know, he, he got the elbow in the eye during. Face. He got the elbow in the eye during that basketball in the pool game. In the pool. Now, Doug, we're used to this aggression. We're used to seeing these awful things. How did you feel as a viewer watching this raw fighting? Well, I thought for starters, you know, they shouldn't have greased them up. That was ridiculous. But then also they should have started holding each other that wrestling position, like high school wrestling. Mm -hmm. Because having them come at each other from, you know, like rams bursting into each other, that's that's a different thing, you know. If they'd have just been initially holding each other then it's just about strength and who can pin the yeah, they other did guy. the mma thing uh-huh. dr banana i saw your hand up i just want to say one thing literally the night before Tasha's like i do not like that sort of aggressive confrontation yeah yes. she's like we're fighting yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what <laughs> so then we see so true ed is you see no chasen is huge jason chasen is a big guy like, you don't want to fight Ben. You don't want to fight Chase. Chasen is a jacked up guy who's a dumb dumb who's mad at mad at him. And then you do see the guy that's been holding the champagne flute and a baby hiding behind the baby realizing terrified. he's got to fight and rightfully terrified. And he's like, oh, can I talk to Chris Harrison for a second? <laughs> I, know, yeah. I, love, he loves, I, I love that he chose that moment. Yeah. Hey, that's... listen. Um, I... <laughs> I'm going to dislocate my shoulders. Well, first and, he said, can I steal you? Can I steal you for a second? Like that old star. What <laughs> about the host of the show? Like I can thought I, he was going to try to make out with Chris. Can I, or so, can you I know, steal you for a second, Chris? Strawberries. <laughs> I, I've got to blindfold you, Chris. And we don't blueberry or strawberry. Can I steal you for a second? Then, oh, my God. Paget's going to love this. Um, my Michelle Collins. And I think you guys will all appreciate. I said this last week, but I don't think the guys knew what I was talking about. Michelle Collins pointed this out, and now I can't unsee it. That Chris Harrison looks just like Giada De Laurentiis, the Food Network show star. Oh, they do. And they have the same <laughs> nose. Yes. They have the same teeth and the yes. same nose. Right? He's Giada De Laurentiis. Yes. I knew you would. I'm know. ruined. I knew you would know. What she <laughs> told the best me. reaction ever. Do you know what she looks like, Rob or Doug? Do you know no, what Giada looks like? Okay. A, a female Chris Harrison. She looks okay. just like Chris Harrison. <laughs> she looks just like Chris Harrison. She is very attractive, though. And she's, I will say, her chicken recipes are the best. Her chicken piccata 
And her her chicken recipes are fabulous. Okay. I think she's a good cook. She does when she takes a bite. She does bite like this. She's like one of those very skinny I, ladies who doesn't take a real yeah. bite. Like, I don't. I don't like her. She's no. beautiful, and her recipes beautiful. are good. But I don't. I can't watch her. Chris Harrison wrong. makes a beautiful woman, and is Jada De Laurentiis. Okay, I knew you would like that. That was her. Okay, Katie just put it in the chat if you guys okay. want to take a peek at what she looks okay. like. Maybe you could screen no. share, Katie. You could do a Google screen share. Um, Wait, so- can we talk about this? So when he says, when he says, I have chronically dislocated shoulders. Which I was looking and- at him and I thought that tracks. Like the way he's all built, I actually And his, felt- his muscles are up here. I, but I kind of believed him when he said, I can't be a part of this if I end up having to go to the hospital during COVID. I so I was believe- kind of impressed. You know what? He did take care of himself because I have actually gotten- numerous injuries on sets for things I knew I would get injuries for. And I didn't know how to speak up for myself and then I would do yep. things. And then I have like some permanent injuries. So I was actually mm-hmm. proud of him. Katie, can you screen share Giada De Laurentiis? Yeah, it does. I, I saw, I saw it. It, it. They do. They do look alike. They for sure. It's do the look nose. Like. But um, the side um, is I was going to say, okay, the thing about Ed, yeah. like, first of all, we saw that, that him like doing those really weird shoulder things Right, like, so maybe yeah. maybe okay. he can't lift up. Maybe he doesn't. Uh, that's just me. They're just they're he's fine. I mean, I, <laughs> I just I just look. I get it. He's being smart. He's taking care of himself. But like, get get my name out of your mouth, sort of thing. You know what I mean? Then just shut up. You know what yeah. I mean? He's he's talking such a big game. You're right. Don't talk so much shit if you can't yeah, back it up. Yeah, or just uh-huh. like yeah, he's causing so much trouble. I don't know. That just, it was so. I loved it. It was one of my favorite Bachelor moments. Again, it's like what Doug was saying earlier. They really set it up that this person is is a douchebag, and they're going to go up, come up against it. Right? They're setting it up for something great. So he's like talking this big grant game, then he's sweating, it, and then sure enough, he pulls Chris aside. And he's like, uh, "Yeah, you do." Have wrestled shoulder. somebody else. He would have wrestled Joe. Yeah. He you know did. I mean? He yeah. also waited until he found out who he had to work <laughs> for. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. They, somebody, somebody <laughs> tweeted us that it was like a uh, a Jan Brady like move of like the broken yes. nose, just sort of like okay, like we'll yeah. see. Yeah. Okay. So then he's like, all right, I'm not doing it. So then they're like, all right, well, I'm not putting my my health in jeopardy. And cut to dethroning Colton as defense jumper of the bachelor. <laughs> Noah, the nurse with the, uh, with the uh, Dean porn stash hopped over the uh, yes. rickety home Depot fence and was like, I'll fight him in my jeans. I'm going to wrestle in my jeans. Um, and, uh, and then that way, you know, and I got to say, I-, I thought it was a hot move. I, I, he didn't get all the lessons. He showed up. He seemed fun as somebody, somebody tweeted us that he's a perfect fuck boy. Like here's this fun little 25 year old fuck boy jumping a fence with a mustache. Like uh, he definitely, he seemed fun. Paget smoke show. What did you think? I well, thank you, Arden, for calling me a smoke did it feel, show. Did it feel um, good? Did it feel good? Uh, it felt, felt really good. <laughs> it did you are a smoke um, show. I, I think what happened was, I don't know if the producers were like, hey, you want to? Or if he just jumped, but he immediately supplants Chasen as the bad guy. He's now the villain. 
immediately. And mm-hmm. everything was set up so that he would be the villain because he actually, I thought, won that bout against Chasen. Me too. Because he had Chasen on his back. Me too. That's a wrestling win, right? So <laughs> then they name it so- for Chasen and then she asks him to go with them. So now he's the villain. Because yes. I think they're like, I think we got everything out of Chasen we're going to get. The guy's just not bright enough to have like Chad-like Right. Vicious, hilarious right. statements. So we need to get a new bad guy. That's a really smart thing because our bad guys are actually often smart. They're smart, funny dickheads. And uh, this yeah. one is chasing just says Moy Caliente. She's a smoke show. I'm going to yeah. Wolverine so oh, hard. Caliento. Which is not a, Moy Caliento. <laughs> Moy Frank Caliento. Moy Frank Caliento. <laughs> Moy Frank Caliento. I am in Wolverine so hard. Um, Doug, what did you think of Noah's jumping the fence? I think that he saw an opportunity. Claire would have loved it because he did not that, hesitate. Yeah. He'd be like, okay, because they were like, we need somebody to fight. It wasn't like his idea. He didn't like say, hey, can I fight him? He would right. they were like, we need somebody. He jumped over the fence and ripped his it. shirt off immediately. And that's what's so funny to me is how, you know, all the other guys just kept treating it like, well, that's not fair that he did that. And it's like, well, what? I- they he, took, he took an opportunity and he, and he ran with it and, you know, it worked in his favor. So it's just so funny how everybody else gets so frustrated. I love how like, there'll be like a group of six guys all mad at one other guy. Like all six of them are not going to end up with Tasha. Right. It's going right. to just be one of them. Yeah. So why, right. so how, why do they, they, they keep focusing their energy? Like, well, the six of us, we all have a united front. If we could all marry her, we would, we'd move <laughs> to Utah and we'd all live together. By the way, can I make a quick plug? I never watched the housewives franchise till this year. There's a, there's, uh, there's a new franchise of it that started last week. There's only been one episode. It's real housewives of Salt Lake city. It's, Really fun. It's It's good. It's such fun pandemic viewing. There's a woman on it who's married to her step grandfather. (laughs) And she says, it's been such a blessing for our whole family. It's, and they're not even Mormon. It's really fantastic. (laughs) Highly recommend five stars. You're only one episode. Yeah. They've only, the second episode airs tonight. So I bet they'll probably rerun the first one beforehand. Highly recommend. They come in strong. It's what, really what is that on? What's that Bravo. show? On? It's on Bravo. Bravo. Real Highly Housewives of SLC. R-H-O-S-L-C. Just okay. started. So t- the tonight Great. is the second episode ever. It's really fun. Tana, did you watch it? I I love it. I loved it. Wow. I loved so it. It's, it's so really good. fun. And it's like it's it's a whole it's it's a whole situation that you would not picture in Salt Lake City. It's a whole wow. Great fun thing and it's very interesting okay okay so here we are and um brendan (laughs) uh, (laughs) yes 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 they look the same so chasen is trying to appease the guys and chasen puts the belt down on the table and he goes tonight everyone is a champion and we're going to talk about that cocktail party right after this break I don't know about you, but things are getting so hot in here. I think I got to take a pee break. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. 
and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. Okay, so we have the cocktail party. And our boy Brendan, who got the horse date last week, he pulls her aside. And he goes, um, he's talking about it. Oh, he's talking. He doesn't pull her aside. He's talking to the guys. He goes, I think it's all fun and games that Noah jumped the fence and wrestles his way back into a group date. But the second he gets the group rose, I'm going to be pissed. Um, and so... Noah gets pulled aside first by Tasha, and so then they kiss, and she's like, "Hmm," and you can see like the bougie side of Tasha. I don't have a problem with the mustache. I'm I thought he looked kind of cute. She was like, "Hi, I wonder what you would look like without the mustache. Um, why don't you shave that off tonight?" 
shave that mustache off tonight. Let's get that thing. Let's get that going right now. Okay. Let's get that going right now. It's hilarious. Yeah. And I was like, that is the gal that likes, that likes Bennett. Like the guy that like beignets, beignets and the robe does not want a fucking ironic mustache. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody's like, he's bougie. I'm bougie. She don't want no funny right. mustache. I right. can handle the funny mustache. <laughs> was, she can't handle a funny mustache. Doug Benson, what did you think of it that? It was funny a couple of weeks ago when uh, he said, what's with that mustache? It's not even November. I mean, <laughs> I know so many people with mustaches. It feels so conservative. Like people couldn't handle a mustache. It was yeah. like, don't you know so many people with mustache? Like the, it's not that crazy. And they're like, it's a mustache. Like the, you, it's very conservative. You forget. Yeah. It was funny too, that he was like, uh, she was like, Hey, and he's like, what? You don't like the mustache? It's like, what? No. I was th- but what if you did shave it off? Right, right now. Let's yeah. get on yeah. I love the mustache. Yeah. Listen, but I need to know it's, what the fuck is under that. Mu- I don't know. Yeah. I hate your mustache. Yeah. I hate your mustache. And then, um, so then Brendan, who she had the date with last week gets pulled aside. And then they, he was like, wow, you know, so both of us were divorced. We're getting, we got back out there. How did you feel like going out there again and getting back out on the horse? She was like, I was so broken at the time. I was just looking to fill a void. It's hard. And then, so he was like, yeah, yeah, it's hard. She's like, you need to stop talking. You need to stop <laughs> oh, talking. Yeah. When and, she- then she, and then she mouth kissed him so hard. She's like, you talk a lot and you need yeah. to not talk. Yeah. He's like, oh, okay. Oh, I was just trying I? to talk to you. I was trying to talk to you. Like, yeah, you need to not do that. Don't do that. Don't talk to me. You just need to zip it, and I'm gonna kiss you, Rob. Oh. What did you, What would you think if a woman did that to you? I'd probably be a little bit embarrassed. You know, she she and she came in full mouth open. Yeah. Just again, just once again, just like I need you to shut up and open wide. You need to get on that right now. How about you do that right now? We need right to have now. a tongue fight right now. <laughs> she did. She said she just uh, yeah, just she went at ate him. him. She ate and him. then he kissed her and then she backed him. She was like, you know, sometimes you just ramble. And then bam, right back. And then, into the and then he tried to talk again. He, like, oh. she, he tried to talk again and she just went back at it. Doug, if a woman did that to you, would you be into it? Would you be ashamed? Would you be afraid? What, what would be a combo? Well, I, you know, I'd enjoy the making out, but then in the back of my mind, now every time he talks to her, he's going to like be kind of, you know, trying to rein in longer sentences. Yeah. And that's not his jam. He does need to say a lot of words to get his thoughts out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think he's actually just trying to be a gentleman. Like, I think he's trying, yeah, to, be I thought so inter- too. I think yeah. he's trying to be interested in her. Like, because these mm-hmm. guys don't get much time with her alone. Like, maybe you get five minutes every 36 hours. So it's like, I- I've been thinking about you. So like, okay, so we're, what was that like for you? I mean, that must have been like, well, you talk so much. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> trying to be sweet. Just trying to be sweet. I'm a roofer from Milford, Mass. And now I'm in a fucking pandemic and I'm living, wearing turtlenecks in the heat and confused. Um, And then she says, I have major heart eyes for Brandon. I don't think he's going to win. And I really want him to win because I think they're so cute together. Rob Benedict, what do you think? uh, Wait, is that, that's Brandon, that guy? Yeah. 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 I I like him. Like I said, I I like him. I think he's like, uh, but he, he sits too close. He sits really close and he has kind of a dumb look on his face. But then, but he's but he's actually a nice guy. He just sits so real close sweet. and he's like, he's so sweet. Um, I think so. Then, meanwhile, back at the cocktail party, Ben and his pulled out collar shirt. Uh, he's like, I'm gonna wait to go last. I got a whole plan. I'm gonna go last. Oh God, yeah. Like, no, no, Again. No, let everybody go. 
Again, idiot. great setup. It's a great setup. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they went back to him saying, like, his strategy, if he sees her last, she's going to be on his mind as the most important one. He's yeah. going to get a rose, etc. cetera. Like, yeah. They show him, say he says that five or six, they keep going back yeah. to him saying that. And yeah. he's like, oh, man, I cannot wait to see how this doesn't work out for him. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And it could, it could not be worse how it, how it happens could not have been more uncomfortable for him. Let me ask you a question as our rookie of the season, Doug. Have you ever enjoyed the magic that is Bachelor in Paradise? Have you ever seen an episode of that show? I don't think I have. Okay, let me just tell you a little preview of why you're going to love it. On Bachelor in Paradise, they don't have to protect anyone. So on this show, the editors have to at least protect the lead as being Prince Charming or like Cinderella, like the dream. So even if they're a fool, they will not edit it so that they're the fool. The the guys will be the fool or the gals will be the fool, but it won't be the lead. On Bachelor in Paradise, no one is spared. And the editors will literally make it look like sometimes people will be hammered and crying and talking to a a producer off camera and they will make it look like they're pouring their heart out to like a raccoon or a crab, things like that. Like they, they fuck that. over. <laughs> What's that? Yeah, they Claire, they Claire. made Claire. Claire was talking to a mm-hmm. raccoon. So they like hate all the contestants and will go out of their way with their editing to make, so they would take something like, I want to go last, but then they would have him like talking to like a wine bottle or something. They, they, they make, every, they, they amp up the, um, humiliation in such a fun way. You're going to love it. Yeah. Funniest show on TV. It's the funniest show on television. It should win it's fantastic. It's my favorite. And show people have gotten married. People have gotten married after getting together like four couples or something, right? There's a, there's Jade a, and Tanner. And then there's we have, a bunch. there's a lot, Ash, a higher Ashley. track. Ready. Ashley, I, because you spend more time together as couples. You get, you, you get a lot more, you know what you're getting into more than on the, on this one. So then, um, so Ben wants to go last and Chasen pulls her aside and he goes, you're looking muy bonita. <laughs> I can't. And then he goes, you're looking <sighs> muy bonita. Uh, that was all they really cut from that. Meanwhile, uh, Noah, the nurse comes back, interrupts her with some, I think Jordan. And then she shaves it. And you could see she liked she liked that more than the blindfold. She was mm-hmm. like, "Yeah." And so like, she said, "It's hot." He's and like this- looking. He's like standing there looking in the mirror, like acting like it's going to be the most massive sacrifice of his life. Like it's such he's really got to think about it. And then he goes back, and you see that he's still got the mustache. And it was like the move would have been just go shave it off and then come back. But right. he shows up with a razor. I thought that was smart. And interrupts somebody. Smart. <laughs> makes and, her do uh, it and lets her shave it off even lets her decide if it's going to be stubble or completely gone yeah i thought that was a sexy smart dumb bachelor move paget what did you think sexy smart dumb or douche no he he clearly i think he went back to the room to shave and i bet you the producers pulled him aside and said hold on you know what we want we want you to take the razor out to her and have her do it he seems like kind of a weasel when he shows back up with his mustache when you're yeah. like oh wait we just heard he's been gone for an hour now yeah. he's back he isn't shaved but then he it's first of all he's talking about how he his mustache is his secret power he wants to make sure he's going to be yeah. okay afterwards i think and he then, actually is insecure about his face to be honest with you yes mm-hmm. i think he, he thinks he looks, too young. He, he, looks, thinks he, looks young. he looks yeah, like a right. like a gigolo he looks like a like a like the 
a very high-end Santa Monica Boulevard gay gigolo. He's beautiful. He's 25. I think he was trying to look older and rougher. But then after she shaves it, he is so smarmy when he's like, oh, oh. And she's like, what, what? Think something's on her face? And he's like, you haven't kissed me without a mustache yet. Like, oh, it was grody. diabolical. Yeah. Yeah. Dr. Banana, what did you think? Dr. Banana had a visual I don't, reaction. I don't know how I feel about Noah. I don't know about him. He's, yeah, like He's that not one. as hot as he thinks he is. No. And yet I would probably make out with him and then hate myself. <laughs> Yeah, he's like one of those guys. You make out, and the next morning, all your friends are like, "You know, you made out with Noah, right?" (laughs) I mean, the reality is, I have terrible taste, and I just people like, "Ew, you made out with Noah?" Like, what? I had a broken bottle. I was dancing. (laughs) He stumbled up. He replaced my broken bottle with a new broken bottle. You know, his mom is married to her step grandfather, right? No, he's not like Dean. Dean is gorgeous mustache or not. Like Dean is so fucking hot. It doesn't matter. Noah is a cutie pie, but he's not Dean. And like you could see he was like, am I so handsome without my big boy mustache? It's my secret power. Anyway. So then they kiss, and she goes, you're kind of hot. He goes, you haven't kissed me yet. You have a mustache. And then, so then she goes back. She's like, well, it's been really fun. And then Ben was like, can I still leave for a second? She's like, Ben, the night's over. Oh, she that's goes, pretty great. Honestly, I'm disappointed you didn't come find me earlier in front of everyone. Yeah. And then, uh, and then she says to all the guys, well, I think he looks good without the stash. Do you guys agree? And it's silence. The shots silence. are so hilarious. How so good. Silence. That could have been when they were sitting around bored earlier totally. in the evening. Totally. Like they were yeah. so not reacting to her asking that question. <laughs> and then Brandon goes, look, if you're like a douche and you got a mustache and uh, you wear the mustache, you know, you got to like it. But if you're a guy and you're like actually hilarious and like actually like a solid dude, obviously that wasn't the case. I loved it. And then they got on. He like pulled them aside and he got on the miniature horse things. They And they did the horse hip, hip thrust, yeah. which was such a joy. Yeah. Such a joy. Yeah. It was a great way to go out. I mean, overall, I would say so far the Tasha residency, 10 out of 10 as a bachelor. And because because mm-hmm. normally in the bachelorette, Doug, they're flying to like Iceland. They're flying to like Costa Rica. They're going all over. They're going to Fiji. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. Beautiful places all over. Exciting things to experience and talk about. They can talk about the trip itself, and they don't really have to open up as much as they do in this version. This is just, they just have to be raw, just trying to, you know, trying to convince her that they're the one. Yeah. Yeah. But that's why it was interesting that Brandon. It feels like Brandon's the only one who's had a really long date with her. Yeah. With yeah. Fireworks Has kissing. there been another one-on-one yet? No. It doesn't feel like it, no. Uh, he really no. seems to have the upper hand just from that. And and he's the only one they that she's discussed having kids with. Um, You guys, who do you think is going to win? Give me your top three. Who do you think the final three are going to be? I'm going to go for my top three. I'll start. I will okay. take the hit. Top three, I say Brandon. 
I say I'm going to stick with Noah the nurse. I think Noah's going to make it far. And I do think that he's the one that the dad says, why do you like this fool? Like, because I think his the parent, I think they're not going to like Noah. And then I'm going to say... Ivan? Um, okay. Doug Benson, you're up. Uh, you know, it's a real horse race at this point. Uh, I, I, I feel like no one's emerged that I think is the front runner, but yeah. I think he was, you know, again, he didn't get to do much last night, but I still, still think Spencer's in pretty good right. shape. I forget about Spencer. Right. Yeah. I think he's like really one to watch. I think he could okay. end up Spencer. Uh, Who are the other to, top two? Towards the end. Because also when people talk shit to Spencer, he'll be able to, uh, he seems like he'll be able to give it back. He's smart enough. He doesn't care. Yeah. And with a smile on his face too, yeah. which just makes them angrier and dumber. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, um, gosh. Brandon, Brandon. I mean, Brandon, it just seems like it's, he's just set because they, they just bonded so much on that one day. Yeah. But when and, she, and gets the thing where she tells him to stop talking so she could kiss him some more, you know, even though he'll take that as a negative in, in his mind, probably it's a very positive thing in terms of where he's at with her. Like the, I mean, it was funny. The three they sent home were three people that like, you know, I, I, know, could, I, like, I could barely name them. I, like, I did not guy. know who they were. One of, the, one of the ones she sent home got proceeded to uh, get COVID and get into a car accident and oh, has a uh, that's right has a mark on his nose that looks a lot like uh, that's Chase right does he now. got COVID and then immediately got into the car accident because he was upset that he got COVID yeah. oh my god what? yeah no, Peter did yeah he found out he got COVID he was so upset and he like drove into something oh my god that poor oh, guy that bad poor month. guy um, Rob Benedict who do you think is going to win. I think uh, I actually think Zach maybe has a chance. Is it Zach? That's what that's what your boy that's what your boy Greg thinks. Really, he thinks Zach is. He thinks the addiction specialist is going to win. I think that he's got some kind of game. I don't know what it is. I don't necessarily see it, yeah, but no. I think she's drawn to him, and he's super cocky. I don't know. I think he's got a shot. I'd say Brandon, and. I like the really, who's the sweet guy who gave her strawberries and blueberries? Oh, strawberries. yeah. That's, oh. that's Ivan. Yeah, Ivan. Ivan. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think Zach may go far. All right. Padgett, uh-uh. who do you think is going to take it? I, I, I don't know. I, I have a sneaking suspicion that Spencer will be very strong later. I agree with Doug. But I also think that Bennett is going to be around for a long time okay. and, and Brandon. I forgot. I don't about think Spencer. Ivan is. I don't think Ivan's tough enough. What for about her. Easy? What about Easy? I like Easy, but I don't think she's responding to mm-hmm. Easy. I know he's the so way cute. I. I would. I. I think Easy. I would say like I like Easy. I like Noah. Yeah, me too. These are not the guys I would pick. They're the guys I think she's gonna. Yeah. pick. I also think that Easy's not getting a lot of camera time, which always says to me that he maybe his story's not going to last long. I think maybe he would do well in Paradise because he's so cute. He's almost sure. Oh, he's Um, going to Paradise. He'll be great. Um. Okay. Well, we, Katie, Anna, have you guys changed your picks from last week? Mm, Who's your your number one? Who's your number one? I think I said Brendan. Right? Are you gonna, are you yeah. gonna stick with that? Yeah, as of now, I mean, even like they they barely talked. They didn't talk a lot, but when they did, it seemed very like they had a really deep connection. And she seems to really like mm-hmm. them. And I think the fact that they're both divorced, I think, really is important because yeah, they both kind of get it, you know. Yes, mm-hmm. but yeah, I like Dr. I like Banana. him a lot. 
Dr. Yeah, I think my tops are Brendan, Ivan, and Spencer at this point. Okay. Well, uh, you guys, can I just say, I asked for, you guys are bringing it with our reviews on iTunes and you can like us on <laughs> Facebook. Here are some of the ones we like. We have had so many fun. We're trying to get past a thousand stars. And let me tell you, you it, thanks to you, we're getting there fast. We're up to 892 uh, 892 ratings, five stars. So many fun reviews came in this week. You guys are the best. Thank you. It, it helps us. It helps us with our sponsorship. It helps us like get higher on the list when people search us, things like that. Here's one. Um, God, there's so many things that make me laugh. Here's one. This is from Ashley Grace, six, six, five, four, five stars. Work on your kegels before listening to this podcast. This is the best podcast in the entire Bachelorette or Bachelor franchise land. I've been listening to Arden and Friends since the start. This past year, I had my first baby. I would listen to this podcast every week while I was pregnant, and I swear to this day, she recognizes all of your voices. I would laugh hysterically listening, and the baby would react by kicking me. Arden is an incredible host with a genuine heart and whimsical humor. By the way, when will Rana be back on? I was in tears and nearly peed my pants listening to her commentary. Gotta work on my kegels, apparently. LOL. I recommend this podcast to everyone. Love you guys. XOXO. Ashley Grace, first of all, congratulations on your baby. How cute is it that the baby kicked inside from the laughter, Tana? That's the cutest thing I've ever heard. We're we're talking to a baby. Hey, baby. And we are trying to get... you actually, well, I guess you'll find out or not. It's either in the episode. We're trying to get Rana on next week, which would be so. Yeah, and oh, sorry, I'm little not take two. Uh, we're trying to get Rana on for next week. We've asked her to join us. She's just seeing if she's available. So hopefully that works out. Um, let's see. Here's another one. Uh, five stars. Download immediately. Laugh out loud. Repeat by Elena Z. This show is so funny. Arden and friends speak so much truth. This podcast is the absolute best part of my commute and makes watching the Bachelor franchise shows so much better. I find myself talking back to Arden and friends questions, and I feel like I'm almost part of the game myself. I do have to say that I miss Arden's guest intro songs so much, Mm -hmm. and I wish she would start doing them again really soon. Arden, we love your songs and miss your beautiful singing voice. Bring back the songs. Keep on rocking. Elena Z, thank you so much. I have to be honest with you. It was literally just because the episodes, because people are so passionate and the episodes are so long now that we were like, okay, okay, we can't have like two hours plus <laughs> because this, none of the songs are short that we just, we just decided to spare. We just knew nobody nobody we should just really put out like an album Mm -hmm. (laughs) so that if you want to hear the songs you can hear the songs and then um you know that way and if you just want to get to the bachelor it was more just for your we were trying to spare everybody (laughs) but i also miss the songs some of them were the which one who who had the meow oh that was rob benedict had the cat the (laughs) so good um those were some really great reviews. There were so many more. And like, let me tell you, I click on it every day and I get so excited when there's a new review, particularly when there's a new five-star review. Excuse me. Okay. Let's see. Here's Anna. Do you want to hear a great email? 
Yes, please. Okay, here's a new one. This is from Jan. I'm going to say it wrong. Jania Huber. We accept this rose is my favorite podcast ever. Hi guys. Let me start out by saying I hate my job. It's a great intro. I love yep. that. I get it. The only positive thing about it is I get to listen to stuff, which means I'm lucky enough that you guys keep me company during my shifts. I just finished your Juan Pablo episodes and I'm working through your goat episodes along with when you post this for the season. And my coworkers probably think I'm insane when they see me laughing and tearing up by myself. When I watch episodes and something crazy goes down, I find myself thinking, I can't wait to hear what Arden and the gang will have to say about this. As a college student in this still stressful time and with a not so enjoyable job, hearing you guys guys analyze the mystical beauty and lifestyle space and break down the personalities of the fab fit, fab fit, fun, hungry contestants is a treat. I always love your different guests and especially love Jerry as rookie of the year since Drake and Josh and iCarly were two of my favorite childhood shows. and I've loved him on them. I've had a rough past couple of months like most people, and I can always count on your podcast to be a bright spot of my day. I can't wait to read Little Miss Little Compton, and I can't wait to hear what impersonation of a contestant you do next. Keep up the great work, you guys. Your biggest fan, Jania. How sweet is that? Thanks, Jania. Don't we love a college student? Yeah. I like that. I'm sorry it's been so rough these last few months, but I'm glad you've been uh, enjoying listening. Me too. I'll tell you what, man. 2020 is no joke for anyone, and I feel like we're all just doing the best we can. We're all in this together. We are all in this together. Here's a quick email from Melly Heartless, Bachelor Mansion on Airbnb. My queens, I love the podcast and the three of you are amazing. I know you're busy, so I'll cut to the chase. You've probably seen this, but in case you haven't, the Bachelor Mansion is on Airbnb. Is there any way the podcast and frequent awesome guests can book and do a show there? I would literally love to see it. It doesn't even have to be live. I can't think of a better way to end this year on a high note than seeing Arden and Anna and Katie in the Bachelor house. That sounds like it would be hilarious and such an experience. Love the show. I'm so excited for the rest of the season. This is Melissa. Melissa, I like the cut of your jib. I got to tell you, thank you for emailing it to us. It's If I was like a really rich lady, I would pay my friends to all quarantine and then we would all COVID test and then we would go. I say we just spend the holidays at the Bachelor Mansion. I think we should just start a, a GoFundMe. <laughs> Get I mean, uh, the my friend looked up, he like did the thing of how much it would cost for two nights, two nights at the Bachelor Mansion. It's like $11,000. It's $14,000, 200 $14,262. Yeah. Now, the fucking service fee is $1,700 and the cleaning fee is $500. Okay, oh but goodness. there's thir- you can have 13 guests and seven bedrooms. Yeah, but so 14000 divided by 13. It's like $1,000 a person. It's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> I mean, look, more than that. I can't do that. You, by the way, the cleaning fee should be $500. Oh, if yeah. Cleaning up after like all that dried jizz from like that, like years and that. <laughs> like, you want that thing scrubbed down. Do you think they are airbnb this because they weren't able to get the... Yes. 100%. 100%. Yes. They were banking on it. They I want to go look at it later it. and see if it has any... Because, you know, it like shows you unavailable dates. I'm wondering if it like has been booked. I'm curious. I mean, if I was like... Oh, if I was rich, generous yeah. rich, or if I was like on like a procedural or something, I would totally yeah. this. Fuck guy. yeah. <laughs> well, guys, will you help us pick a tweet of the week? 
Yeah. Okay. If you want to participate and you're new to the podcast, you're like, how do I do it? You tag me and Anna on, uh, on Twitter. It's at Arda Marine, A-R-D-E-N-M-Y-R-I-N and Anna Hosnie, H-O-S-S-N-I-E-H. And you do hashtag W-Y-A-T-R. Do them by midnight Pacific time, Tuesday nights. And, uh, Anna wheedles it down. She sends me like 60 ones and then I pick a bunch and then we narrow it down to two. All right, here we go. We've got about eight. This is from Liz Tunkel at Jizzy Lizzy Raps. Spencer is wearing the Talbots outfit that my father bought me to look respectable in at my grandparents' country club that I subsequently wore to play a huge dyke in a Christopher Durang play. (laughs) 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 Um, uh, This is also from Jizzy Lizzy Raps. Jason, you can barely handle English. Let's leave muy bonita at home, brah. This is also from Jizzy Lizzy Raps. Colton ran so Noah could walk. Yeah. Fence jump. It's a fence jump. Uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. This is from Cheyenne Constant at Trixie Firecracker. We've all seen Fifty Shades. Blindfolding someone and then just kissing it is not the vibe. What's next? Butt plugs for handholding? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <Ooh. laughs> Uh, this is from uh, Seth Vat at Basebone One. Ashley I yelling, sorry, I was tested, followed by Jared holding a baby. Is the reality TV show I wish I was watching right now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is from Lauren Jean Johnson at Words by LIJ. Without the stash, Noah is just three boys in a trench coat. <laughs> 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 okay. Um, this is from Donna Ray Gibbs at Donna Ray Gibbs. Chasen, I just want to focus on one thing. Clarisha. <laughs> <laughs> it's a combo of clarentation, guys. I get it. There we go. Oh. Okay. Okay. Um okay, let's see. This is from Lauren Jean Johnson at Words by LIJ. Chasen. Why do you think I'm not here for the right reasons, bro? Ed pulls out slide projector. According to this PowerPoint, you call yourself Wolverine. (laughs) Next slide. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Okay, here we go. Last few. Business raccoon at ABC Madsen. I don't want a man that wants Instagram followers. But let me tell you about sugar bear hair. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. Final one. A final two. This is actually by Tweets by Quinn. Well, if Ed doesn't leave with Tasha, at least he'll have Carlos. <laughs> and this is from Lauren at purple underscore haze. Pretty sure the grown ass man is the anesthesiologist who treated COVID patients. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm going to do three ass. boys in a trench coat. Yeah. 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 Um, the first then, one I thought was funny, and then the uh, Very, a lot of detail. The, the Talbots, the, the Talbots out. Yeah, that's yeah. funny. Yeah, okay. the first one. Okay, so here we go. It's down to these two. Liz Tunkel at Jizzy Lizzy Raps. Spencer is wearing the Talbots outfit that my father bought me to look respectable in at my grandparents' country club that I subsequently wore to play a huge dyke in a Christopher Durang play. <laughs> or, or, um. Lauren Jean Johnson at Words by LIJ. 
without the stash, Noah is just three boys in a trench coat. <laughs> three boys in a trench so coat good. or Talbot's outfit. <clears throat> I'm going to go three boys in a trench coat. Uh, Doug Benson. Three boys. Paget. Uh, trench coat. I mean, I have no, the first Talbots. one. The very first Talbots. One. Talbots. Talbots, Christopher Durang. Yeah. Okay. Tana. I'm going to go trench coat. Okay. Robbie B. Three boys. Okay. <laughs> and then Katie Levine. Uh, trench coat, trench coat, definitely. All right. You are the winner, Lauren Jean Johnson. We're by LIJ without the stash. No, it's just three boys in a trench coat. What would you like so to good. promote, Doug Benson? Well, first of all, I'd like to say that I think the Bachelorette jumped the fence last night. Hey! I'd also <laughs> like to say, <laughs> um, I've got a uh, internet comedy show coming up on uh, Saturday, December 26th, Boxing Day in Canada. Fun. And uh, that'll be at uh, 4.20 Pacific time. And you can get tickets at rushticks.com. And thank you for having me again. This is really fun. We can't hey. wait to have you. We have you coming back on our jumpsuit episode. That's You're right. a, you are a wonderful bachelor, uh, our rookie of the season, really killing it. Thank mm-hmm. you for joining us. Uh, Rob Benedict, don't you have a podcast out now? I do have a podcast called Kings of Con, and uh, that comes out every Wednesday. And yeah, I'm going to be on some Netflix stuff next year, but I'll let you know when that comes out. It's not out yet. And I'm just love- so happy to be back. Oh my God, we love having you back. And uh, we need to have, quite honestly, this combo again. Good combo. This is a good combo. Uh, Paget, where can people find you? Uh, oh, they can find me on Twitter at, at Paget Paget. Yes. Instagram at Paget Pagetgram. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Google it. I don't remember what <laughs> I don't do it that much. Um, but, but, but pay attention because I think the thrilling adventure hour we're going to do in a couple of weeks, we're going to do like a, um, cocktails with the cast thing. If you guys want to, uh, meet up with us at five o'clock and we're going to just talk to people and answer questions. I think, I don't know when that is though. Good luck everyone. I love all of that. I have my my book event. As I mentioned earlier, it should be really fun. It's this Friday at 5. It's with uh, Sandra Singh Lowe, um, who is hosting it. And it's me and Annabelle Gerwich. And it's called the Lit Up Series. And um, it's at 5 p.m. And uh, I'm doing a 10-minute spot. I'll be talking about my book. Uh, Sandra Singlow is, she's on NPR. She's an author. She's a contributor to The Atlantic. And uh, so I will post on our Facebook where you guys can get your tickets if you want to come to that. You can also order Little Miss Little Compton. Excuse you. You can get a signed <laughs> copy from ArdenMarineBook.com or from Skylight Books in Los Angeles. Great for holiday gifts, asshole. Uh, Padgett and Rob and Anna, they've all read it. They love the book. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Love it. There's also an audio book out now. If you're like, Earl, awesome. I don't like to read. I'll read to you. If you're like, I need to hear more of this high-pitched voice. Well, Anna, Katie, anything you want to promote, my friends? Uh, you can just follow me at Anna Hosni on Twitter and tweet at me your tweets of the weeks. 
Yay! Uh, I'm KT underscore money on Twitter and Instagram. And if you live in Georgia, please vote in the upcoming election. The election is January 5th. Um, it's for the Senate seats. And early voting starts December 14th. So please register. Get an absentee ballot. Just vote, please. It would be great. Just vote. Yeah, just vote. Well, everybody stay safe. Be nice to one another. Wear a mask. Don't do giant Thanksgivings inside. But you know what? I'm not the boss of you. I'm just a podcast host about The Bachelor. Uh, (laughs) Rooting for everybody to be safe and sound. We'll chat soon. Bye. Oh, yeah. Gonna get all up in you tonight. Feel so good. Got one little question for you, girl. Will you accept this rose? Oh, will you accept this rose into your world? Oh, will you accept this rose into your This Rose is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine. Hosted by me, Danielle Robay. And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side.